no, something went wrong. <laughs> and we are live, eventually. <laughs> Welcome to Not Wrexham Player. <laughs> Probably no one listening at the moment. And that's just how I, we like it. Hello, everyone, if you're there. I'd better put a message, maybe, before we start broadcasting to say, and we are live, or words to that effect. But, blinking heck, we've had a, a strange old lead-up to this match. Loads of technological issues. We are now live, I hope. Yeah, I think before we even start broadcasting, we need to just make sure we are coming through loud and clear, don't we? So, uh, forgive me, everyone, for a moment. Um, if you can hear us, let us know. It's just occurred to me, I can't hear us. Unfortunately, our technology has gone on annual leave. Yes. Yeah. Didn't it realise it sorry, was a Jay, bank holiday? That was very rude of me. I can hear us. We are live on Mixler. Hey. Thank the Lord. The techni- I was saying the technology has gone on annual leave. Yes. Most people at the moment, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of a... Very annoying, but we've got to do what we've got to do, haven't we? It was very frustrating because we obviously want to stay on the same in the same place so that you guys can find us easily and we just had a situation where yeah we basically had we, we have tried so many combinations of things the bbc have been incredibly helpful they let us use their ports we tried four different ports to get through two different isdn mixers uh three different lit cables we have phoned up and tested the lines uh, with the people at the other end. Nothing has worked, and yet the BBC is working. So our logical solution of, uh, is it the exchange? Doesn't totally feel logical. You know, you think if there's a problem with BT at this end, but they're getting out. So I don't know why, but anyway, we are on Mixler. It's an emergency solution, but it is a good solution, and so we're glad to be speaking to you. Thank heavens for that. Uh, uh, hey, there's a game on. Yeah. Should I, should I start the broadcast? Let's Yay. do it. Yeah, I think I probably should. Ian, a die. Ian, die, three, pedwar. <laughs> Welcome to Wrexham, not player. Yes. Yes, it's Mark Griffiths, Andy Parkinson, and Che Long, the three wise men following a star, Paul Mullen, <laughs> all the way to the championship. <laughs> Wrexham against Solihull Moors today, a proper test on a proper boxing day. It's cold here, not like American cold. We, we get the news over here too, but still cold. Uh, and grey and properly Christmas looking. Uh, if you like a grim Christmas, if you subscribe to Tim Burton's vision of Christmas, this is it. Biting cold, lots of people wrapped up warmly. The pitch looks sort of grey-green. There's a strong wind blowing across the pitch. And there's a proper fantastic boxing day atmosphere building up because this is a big match against a side that always gives us a tough time. Wrexham against Solly Holmores. Oh, could be tasty. The teams are interesting. Wrexham, fairly predictable, I guess. Obviously, big changes after Wednesday, but the, the main takeaways from Wednesday, of course, that Jacob Mendy came through the game without a recurrence of his injury and was excellent so he's at left back and also that Tom O'Connor 
gets the nod as the third midfielder. I think it's fair to say that Luke Young and Elliot Lee were bound to get the nod. Yeah. Um, James Jones and others would have been in contention, but it's O'Connor who gets nod. He was also very good on Wednesday. So that Wrexham side, Mark Howard in goal, usual back three of Jordan Tunnicliffe, Bentoza and Aaron Hayden. On the left, Jacob Mendy. On the right, Anthony Ford coming back in after injury, of course. Luke Young, Elliot Lee and Tom O'Connor in midfield and Palmer and Mullen up front. The subs for Wrexham, Rob Lainton, it was brilliant to see him back on the pitch uh, on Wednesday. Callum McFadgen, who's had a good run in the team in Mendy's absence. Liam McElindon, Sam Dolby and James Jones. Any surprises at that or is it pretty much what we thought after Wednesday's run out? Yeah, I, I think... It's, there's not many surprises, but I think McFadden will be a bit gutted. He's not starting. He's been excellent yeah. so far this season. But I do think, unfortunately, I think Mendy just offers that little bit more going forward, doesn't he? And but he was spectacular I, yeah. on Wednesday, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. So I got to say, I'm, I'm happy of either of them yeah. playing in that position. Mm. But I think in a game like today, where we need to really go at Solihull, Mendy's the obvious pick for me. And then Jane, I, oh sorry, Andy, go on. I was going to say, I think Mending is such a tremendous player. Yeah. I was disappointed when he got injured, yeah. so yeah. it's good to see him back. And uh, James Jones is unlucky because he's had a very good season. He played very well on Wednesday, but we have got some superb options. I mean, Andy Cannon, the new signings, not even on the bench. So we have suddenly, despite the injury to Jordan Davis, got fantastic strength and depth in the middle of the pitch, haven't we? Yeah, a surprise to see us sign a midfielder, actually, but, you know, he looks very good, so let's yeah. go with it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, was was that the real need, I suppose, with Jordan Davis being out for a few months, you could say that, but, yeah. Uh, well, I think you're exactly right. Davis's injury certainly precipitated that happening. Um, I, I suspect that in the coming weeks we might see another backup striker come in, not least because Elliot Lee now is, I think, well-established as a midfielder. Yeah. And he was sort of the, the backup with Dolby to Palmer and Mullen. But I don't think we'll be looking in that direction anymore because we don't have to anymore. But, uh, yeah, certainly those changes, not that much of a surprise. As for Solly Hull, well, they don't uh, have too many selection problems. They have in recent weeks. Their form has dipped badly in the league but they have got players back from injury. Although one interesting absentee is the man who Wrexham fans most identify with Solihull, the man who scored all three goals that Solihull put past Wrexham last season, Joe Sparrow, very highly rated attacking player. Wrexham definitely had a sniff around him, not saying that we actually made an offer or anything like that, but we did look at him. Um, but, yeah, he's not playing. Doesn't mean there's no uh, players of interest to Wrexham though because back at the race course is Fika Kelleher. Of course, he was released controversially at the end of the season before last after a good season with us. And also another ex-Rexham player, Kyle Storer, who is uh, going to provide his own particular style of midfield physicality, shall we say, and argumentativeness in the middle of midfield. I reckon it looks like a three at the back. They usually play with a four, so I could be wrong. Ryan Boots is consistently good against us as in goal. Kelleher with Joey Jones, not that Joey Jones, and Alex Goodger in defence. Callum Howe and James Clark, the footballing backs. Storer is joined by the impressive Callum Maycock, who isn't carries the ball very well in midfield. And then up front, 
Andrew Dallas through the middle, the main goal threat, nine goals so far this season, will have either side of him, Ryan Bennett and Josh Kelly. Only four subs on the bench, indicating their injury problems aren't completely behind them. Louis Molden, Justin Donover, Bartosz Cipolski and Callum Whelan. So, uh, no sparrow, but still plenty of players that can hurt you out there. Yeah, and I think players like Fika Calhoun are going to really want to make a point today. Oh, yeah. He didn't ever get the chance to play in front of a packed-out Wrexham ground, and he was, he was unlucky to not get another contract mm. for that season. See, as I, as I can remember, that Dean Keats... Last, the last season Dean Keats was manager he was one of our best players that season yeah. so he's a good centre-back and Solihull are a good side and they're going to be there or thereabouts Rexham for the rest of the season they certainly are Wrexham are wearing their third white kit because of uh, because it's, it is the no home kit campaign by Shelter who the charity that support homeless people they had a collection as well today, the idea being that home teams don't wear their home kits, they wear their away kits to make the point that some people just don't even have a home at Christmas. We will first, though, have a, a minute's silence for the, the victims of that dreadful incident in Solihull when those young lads were, were drowned, of course. We Jack Johnson. We also remember Stuart Mark Hazeldean. Mark sadly passed away recently following a long illness. Wrexham AFC and all supporters here today send their deepest condolences to the families and friends of all those concerned. One minute silence will begin and end on the sound of the referee's whistle. Silence the tragic victims of that utterly horrific incident. You, you, you can't even begin to comprehend how Christmas has felt for the families of those poor boys. It's tragic. Everybody on the bench here is fathers. You know, I think we all yeah. totally understand yeah. how that must feel. It's an absolute devastating mate. Yeah. So. Let's get on to the trivial matter of football. Get in touch, please, using Ask Wrexham. Sorry we haven't had a chance to collate stuff just yet on this bus. So like I said, we've had a bit, bit, of, a, bit of an interesting <laughs> pre-match, actually getting the commentary up and running. So we're about to get going now. Solihull have won the toss and switched us around, the cheeky devils. So we'll be kicking towards the home end in the first half. 
Wrexham, as I said, in all white. Solihull in their home kit of yellow shirts and blue shorts. As we prepare to get things underway, Wrexham lay the ball backwards. Toza drives that long diagonal, and it's a powerful header by Kelleher. First involvement when they're out of play. So it's a throw to Wrexham and a chance for Toza to get involved. Mendy just keeps the ball warm for him. And now Toza in the first minute is a chance to deliver something into the area. Solihull have left one man up the pitch. Toza has used the towel, tosses it aside. And now stretches his back before he'll step up and sling it into the near post. Goes over the head of Tony Clever. There's a chance for a breakaway. Two and two break now for Solihull. The ball's popped forward to Mendy on the chase. Can't stop it. And there's a shooting opportunity now. Mendy's man got across well. Dallas with a fantastic breakaway there. And he beats Mendy initially, but he recovered very well, Mendy, didn't he? Yeah, I think Mendy showed his speed there to stay with him. I just thought Dallas might have had a shooting opportunity. He just pulled his left foot back and then kept running. I think he should have gone for his shot earlier on. But he is a solid hole corner now. Yeah, Mendy. It's an early warning sign, isn't it, to show how the quality of the side we're playing today. Mendy has scored 26 goals in the National League in 2022. Second top scorer in the division. As the corner swung to the near post and partially cleared, he'll come back in though as it's worked wide once more and Maycock takes it that touch. Williams is forced away from goal. Mullen pressures him and makes him play it back to the halfway line. Storer is there, sets himself and stabs a flat ball forward, flicked on nicely and only partly cleared to the edge of the area. Where O'Connor's beaten to it in the air, a Solihull player goes down theatrically, ref's not interested, but the move's kept alive by Howe. Cross comes in, good block again by Mendy, throw in. I remember last season here, Solihull started at absolutely 100 miles an hour and put us in a lot of pressure. And we had to work to gain control of the match, and that seems to be the same pattern here. So, I always playing against Wrexham, one of the things I wouldn't do is start quietly and yeah. go for it. Mm, absolutely. You want to get the, the fans behind the, uh, against the home team. Throw towards the near post, Young oh. wins it, dangerous but accurate header by Lee. Allows Wrexham to clear, now Palmer is fighting away. Kelleher gets ahead to it and Solihull just about sort it out and then it's work wide. Storer is still back helping out the central defenders after the set piece. Clearance is charged down though, and maybe a chance for Mullen to break down the left. He makes a bit of space for himself and then lets Elliot Lee take over. Lee with a diagonal, a brilliant diagonal. Palmer takes it down on the chest, right side the box, helps it wide. Ford has got his man isolated. He has support, he hits the goal line and he wins a corner. That was a great ball by Lee, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was top class. And for Palmer to bring it down on his chest, I was really impressed with that. So, corner right-hand side and it'll be Young as usual to take beg your pardon, it's O'Connor lots of players wrestling around on the six-yard box, O'Connor floats it in dangerously, it's headed away well though that was Goodger getting his head to it and an awkward first touch by Ford but he still gets it square to Mendy and Mendy thinks about loading it in the box and finally squeezes a ball in it's not a good one, cleared easily by Makoff and Amendi again has to defend, not the kindest of bounce, the ball sort of died on him, but he turns away from Dallas and plays a comfortable back pass to Howard. Uh, real uh, raw stuff in the first four minutes as Hayden gets a short pass and ooh, just lost control of it for a second, but dealt with it all right in the end. Kelly tried to get it off him and bounced off him. Wow, it was a nervous little moment, but wow, the physicality of Hayden. 
as Wrexham now have it on the left-hand side. Elliot Lee again on this bitter cold day feeds it in. Ah, miscontrolled by Mullen, and he's dispossessed. And now Solihull can try and build once more with Dallas. He's going to have to feed it backwards, though. And Wrexham get their shape back. Solihull moving it around at the back, but they're looking progressive, and Clark is looking for a way oh, through. He wow. runs into trouble, though. He's tackled by Mendy and trips him over. Free kick in the centre circle. The ref, Gareth Rhodes, doesn't show a yellow. He would have done an hour later, I'm sure. Yeah. O'Connor with a free kick in the centre circle. I said Dallas is the second top scorer in the National League in 2022, as Toza squanders the free kick, puts it straight out of play. Ford tells him that was a bit rash. He was the target, but he was nowhere near it. So who was the top scorer in the National League in 2022? Mullin, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah. And who was equal second with Dallas? Schmanger? Nah. No. Palmer? Yeah. So the top three scorers of 2022 on the pitch here is Solihull wow. playing an interesting little throw in into the, their own six-yard box, but there was only a, a Solihull player there, Callagher. Well, it seems like line. coach never did that. I would be having a fit. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, they had confidence in their own ability, <laughs> yeah. but it could have gone wrong with spectacular consequences, couldn't it? Yeah. Neil Ardley there, Wimbledon, Wimbledon ex-Wimbledon player, but Solihull manager. He's wrapped up warmly on the bench. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's got his gloves yeah. and his woolly hat on. Yeah. Phil Parkinson doesn't need a hat. He doesn't uh, feel the weather. The weather feels him. <laughs> that sounded wrong. Mendy <laughs> hurried clearance from the throw-in. And it's popped backwards by Clark, who's on the left-hand side, interestingly. It's fed backwards all the way through to Callum Howard, key defender who's been out injured for a while for Solihull. He clips it down the line. Easy had a clear. But Solihull are being quick to the second balls here, and that's a cute idea, Jay. And then Josh Kelly can't take it in his stride. And Wrexham have it, lovely play by Palmer. Lays it inside for Lee. He's only got Mullen ahead of him, but he accelerates at the edge of the area. Taking on his man. Oh, he's nudged off it in the end. Oh, and that's a back pass. That's got to be a back pass. It's not given, but that was clearly a back pass. Wow. I mean, I don't think there was any need to touch it. The ball was fed back to Boots. You don't see it. Back pass is given as much as no. this day and age, but that was quite clearly one, to be fair. It certainly looked like it to me, I mean... I suppose the ball was heading that way anyway, it didn't need the extra touch, but he certainly touched it back to his yeah. keeper. Long ball forwards, Hayden does well to deal with that. Yeah, I mean, you're quite right, so there was no need to do it. But he did it. I thought he could have just left it and the ball would have carried through comfortably to boost, but he got a side foot onto it, it was deliberate. And I'm, I'm astonished at that. I have to get the monitor up and have a look. Hayden driving forwards as well. Gets past one man, spreads it to Lee. Wrexham are getting Lee into the game, which is always a good sign. Mendy takes over. It's already got a, a fast pace to it. Oh, a ball over the top, looking for Mullins. Unlucky. It's intercepted, but he applauds the idea. Mendy, looking very positive, knocks it forwards. Young with a great return oh. ball. Mendy, oh. round the back of the defence. Pulls it in, oh. and the keeper gets there. I think it might have taken a deflection off one of the defenders. who's trying to block the cross. But Wrexham are now starting to get out of Solly Hall, aren't they? Mendy's looking up for it today, isn't Ooh. he? He's looking very sharp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll say. And that was an easy catch for Boots as it went across, yeah. but if he hadn't stepped out and caught it, Mullen was in. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. He was round the back in a nice little spot. Goodger now looking to build down the left-hand side. The ball fed inside, and it's not the best first touch by Dallas, but he recovers well under pressure from O'Connor. Ball's shifted down the right-hand side now, and 
chance for Solihull to get the ball into the box, perhaps it's helped on. Kelly's available, good tackle coming in from Tunnicliffe, though. He stepped across and got a good foot in. Throw-in's taken quickly, though. Storer pops it back. Good tackle on Dallas by O'Connor. He's done well, and now he's bringing the ball clear. Palmer looks up, clips a great ball. Young accelerates past his man, and that's a cynical foul. Wow, oh, he's not wow. giving it. But Wrexham can't believe that. It was a two-on-two -two break, and Young, perfect pass to him, accelerates onto it. Looked to me to have got past Howe. That and how took him out, I that, thought. That was an incredibly bad decision, I must yeah, say. Yeah. It looked it, didn't it? Yeah. Goodness me. Wow. And I think Parkinson has politely informed the fourth yeah. official about the situation <laughs> as well. I'm not sure I agree with your choice of adverb there. Good <laughs> you on the left-hand side. Feeds it in. Clark popping up in a narrow position. Helps it on, and it's spread well by Dallas to the left-hand side. Solihull looked good when they're going forwards. Cross comes in, and that's a poor one. But they take a deflection off Mendy, a dead corner. Corner right-hand side, so... Chance for Solihull to get the big men forwards. It's a, a very open start to this match. And Solihull have got big players that can score good goals with their head, obviously, for corners. Yeah, absolutely right, plenty of height in there. Kelleher, we know all about. Lots of big men around the penalty spot, two men on the edge of the six-yard box for Solihull. Swept in rather flat, as a deliberate, but the attempt to shoot by Maycock doesn't work. It's come back out wide again, though, and it's well dealt with by O'Connor on that occasion. Mullins scrapping to try and win it back, he can't. Howe heads it forwards, Ooh. helped on dangerously, but beyond Dallas. And Wrexham will clear. This wind is really playing tricks as it's brilliantly held up on the left-hand side. And Wrexham now can spread it, Lee, great pass. He picks out Ford, and Ford is accelerating forwards. He's got Palmer outside him, making the run in the box. He plays it the other way and gets it wrong. And oh, Palmer made a brilliant run for him. He could have made him in with the chance uh, to shoot. So Wrexham rather squander that opportunity. Now it's Solihull. It's a fair old game, but it's fair play. But they, use it, they lose it as they try to pull it back. Hayden intercepts Josh Kelly there. Couldn't quite profit. But it's fun, isn't it? Well, I must say, you know, we're only 10 minutes in, but they're quite clearly the, one of the highest standard teams you've had in the race course this season so far. It's the ball bounce, I don't know if the wind caught it then. Palmer was unhappy that the ball wasn't played near enough for him to challenge, it went beyond him. I'm trying to fathom, it feels like the wind's coming from behind Solihull, which maybe would make sense for them switching ends. But on the other hand, I don't know. It's. Uh, Swirling, I think. It's, a bit, having, it? it's shooting towards the home fans as well, isn't yeah. it? The second half, which is a, yeah. a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of teams don't like that. So, Solihull moving it around the midfield at a rare period of controlled possession by either side because it's been pretty harem scarum so far. Nice little pass inside by Joey Jones. He might hit this. He drives a shot, took a deflection, did it. It's gone wide. Yep. Yeah. Another yeah. corner. Um, Mike, the ref is here as well. Thank goodness. He asks, what's the longest Wrexham have gone without having a player sent off? Um, I might have a little look at that in a moment. He also said that he thought it was a, a foul on Young, which was what we were thinking. I mean, it would have been at least a yellow, probably a yellow, because it was a two-on-one break. So they'll taking their time to sort out who's going to cross and take the corner. It wasn't vicious enough to be a red, and there were a lot two players back, weren't there? They had a player covering, didn't they? Yeah. But it was a, a fantastic position that Wrexham got themselves into. And it looked cynical from our angle. 
Right, corner for Solly Hull then, left-hand side, and in swinger. Swept towards Ed the six-yard box, Kellogg goes down spectacularly, ball bobbles around and a free kick's given to Wrexham. Keller at the near post, backed into Toza and then threw himself at the ground, and he was trying to complain that he'd been wrestled. Toza was look, looked very bemused. Whether he was bemused or was just uh, doing that for a fact, I don't know. Ryan Geyer on Ask Wrexham says, great opportunities already early in the half, staying calm and collected, just a matter of time before we're one up, and then two. Yes, nice. Oh, it's good to make some mistake from the long clearance, and Mullen quickly spins it out to the left to Mendy. Chance to take on his man. He fakes to cross it and then goes outside, then inside, gets to the edge of the area, hits it at his right foot. Oh, Roots oh it, what a save! saves the rebound, there was no flag. That's a big moment there. Mullen, six yards out. But, well, I suppose the unfortunate thing for him was that Root's right in his face and could just make the block, but he's a lucky keeper there. It's his first contact. It wasn't a hard shot from Mendy. He should have caught that first time. Right? Yeah. yeah. He fumbled it. That, that's kind of Mendy's trademark, isn't it? Cutting inside and taking long-range shots. That's why he's so exciting. He looks terrific at the moment yeah. of Mendy. Yeah. He's missed a chunk of the season and he wants to make up for it. But I think he's been the best wing back in the league for some year, a few yeah. years now, in all fairness. I totally agree. Mm. As Solihull are forcing the ball back into their own half. Well, I agree with Jake. Solihull, one of the best teams we've seen here so yeah. far. Yeah. Ryan Gare also saying Oldham have equalised at Notts County. Come on, Oldham, you lovely beasts. As this time Boots gets her back bars and doesn't pick her up. He works her over to the right hand side. And Kelleher feeds a good ball into the feet of Josh Kelly, who spins outside, works it on. Chance for Maycock to cross. He helps it on instead. The cross comes in to the far post, too strong. But Solihull should be able to keep that in, just about. Hook it into midfield where Stora has to be alert because Mullen is lurking. And the ball's fed back to Goodger. Goodger. Finds Kelleher on the halfway line. And he again threads the ball around very deliberately. Goodger around the corner. Stora popping up on the left hand side now. They're quite fluent in their movements, Solly Hull. That's a good run, but Stora's pass doesn't pick out Maycock. And it's intercepted. And Hayden finds Lee accelerating. He looks to plays Palmer in. Palmer left hand side now. Running at Howe. He's got Mullen in the middle. Lee racing for a pullback. Palmer. Shapes of the pullback, plays a great ball to the edge, yeah, Young, his first touch wasn't quite right. He tried to squeeze it wide for Mullen, and as he won a corner, no goal, Kekel. Yeah. Mullen let that roll for the corner. I thought Mullen thought that was a corner, but I didn't think no. it was. No, yeah. it wasn't, clearly wasn't. I was wondering if Young was maybe asking for a penalty as well as he helped him, I didn't, I didn't think it was. No, I just looked like it was control but from mm. Young. It was... Cute play by Palmer, but I think it was so well disguised. Young didn't see the pass coming, did he? And yeah. if he got a good first touch on that, he would have had a great chance to hit it from a central position about 15 yards out. So, short corner. Goodger on the corner of his box. Feeds to the halfway line inaccurately. Toes intercepts with lots of space on the left. He didn't see it. O'Connor takes over and then pokes it nicely. Lee between the lines, as always, spins, works it wide. Tunnicliffe now coming forwards. Early to Mendy. And Mendy again has a chance to run at his man. Feeds it square. There's a few little cute disguised passes by Wrexham. Lee, oh, lovely ball around the corner. Oh. Mullen goes to the return. Doesn't quite get it right, but it was a risky manoeuvre to get it away from Lee in the box by Gallagher. Just about managed to flick it beyond him as Toza works it back to Howard. Solihull looked good, but yeah. we are 
showing some real signs of quality in the attacking third as well, aren't we? Palmer and Lee look very good today, mm. as well as Mendy. Tozer works it out wide. Michael Starkey as ever, great picture. Sent across, supporting Wrexham from Alabama. Class. Tozer dinks it right. He's managed to pick out Clark between two Wrexham players. Ford forces the back pass. There's uh, Sterling Corbin asked no audio today. Well, uh, <laughs> someone tell him. Oh, I think somebody has told him actually <laughs> that we are on Mixler. Tell him be sorry about this. It's not, not not optimal, but it's better than not being able to broadcast. So, Solihull now have it now in midfield, clipping it forward. That's a nice little pass for Josh Kelly. Wrexham fans want handball, Wrexham don't ask for it. O'Connor holds him up, forces them to the corner flag. The ball's pulled back, chance for a cross perhaps, but Wrexham cut that off, little one-two, and Mendy gets a foot on the cross, and it'll spin in the wind, but Howard isn't challenged and is able to take it comfortably. So, ball bowled out. To Hayden on the right, that's a good ball to the feet of Mullen. Ooh. Oh, it's a lovely idea. Try to play Ford, clear on goal. I don't think Goodger knew much about it. He got a foot to it, and that stopped Ford from being in on goal. He is quick throwing now, and Mullen ah, pulls it back, but Ford had gone for the drag back, and Mullen put it in the box, and the move breaks down. That's unfortunate. Clark now on the right feeds it back to Kelleher, and he's told to go back to his keeper by Howe. Kelleher decides to surprise him by giving him the ball, and Howe feeds it forwards. So O'Connor went through the back of his man free kick in midfield oh man it's a it's a quality game, game to be fair yeah, yeah. yeah we've had some requests as well I hope I don't lose one like I said it all got a bit confusing before the match so I hope I don't uh, miss one but I got one lined up ready to go in a moment as Solly Hull and moving it around at the back now Mendy steps up to put pressure on the ball and falls a back pass. Works across the left-hand side. Goodger, Solihull slowing it down for once because they're, they're keen to look for the progressive pass. It's fed over to the right-hand side. Rolled on to Kelly. Neat little give-and-go by him. Williams turns, playing as a right wing-back really today. It's clipped forward as a tenting ball. Helped on, but now Kelly's offside. He just went too soon. That's some a good line there. They look a really well-drilled team, yeah. Solihull, don't they? I love the way they're moving the ball right now. They're moving it very nicely yeah. then amongst the, sort of the defence and midfield. Then. Well, they were so close to going up last year, of yeah. course, weren't they? Uh, lost in the playoff final. They are certainly going to be contenders you know, for the playoffs this season, for sure. But they've surprisingly dropped a lot of points, haven't they, already? They had a very bad run before winning the last league match. Long ball over the top, toes are tested as well, heading it back to Howard, who bowls around quickly to Tunnicliffe. Um, and they've already lost six league games this season, only lost seven in all of but last season. They do strike on the other side. If they could get a bit of a second win towards the end mm. of the season, they'll be going to be really dangerous to play in the playoffs. Oh, gosh, yeah, I, I do rate them highly. And you can see in this, because they're actually giving us a, a proper yeah. game. Lots of teams don't. Hayden lifts it forwards, looking for Mullen. Goodger will get there, chest it down, and rather hoiks it forwards. It's kept Ooh. in by Ford and given away. Ford tries to win it back and is tackled by Clark. And then Lee dinks an early one for Palmer to back into his man, controls it beautifully on the corner of the box, and is allowed space to turn. Little drag back. He finds Young. There's movement ahead of him. Palmer gets it back. Young rather gets in his way, but he feeds Young in. Oh, he's overhit that rather, and Goodger 
could run it behind for the goal kick. That's a bit frustrating, really, because we, we set ourselves up to do some harm there, I thought. We overcompensated it, I was thinking. There's too yeah. many passes to somebody actually get on with getting it in the box. Yeah, you're exactly right. There's <laughs> too much fiddling around with that one, I'm afraid. <laughs> Just went wrong. Still nil-nil. 20th minute, very short goal kick taken, which interests Palmer, but it's fed forwards accurately and spreads by Maycock, chested down by Clark, usually a right-back playing as a left wing-back. Playing three at the back with very advanced wing-backs and then Joey Jones, who's a centre-back slash defensive midfielder, sitting in front of the back three. And that's allowing the players ahead of him to, to have a bit of freedom to move and drop into unexpected pockets because their defensive position is sound. Their rest defence is solid. And if you play your wing-backs higher up, it forces our wing-backs back again. And we're seeing yeah. that Ford is right back in the almost right-back position at the moment. That's right, isn't it? And, and Mendy is, is two is on the left as Solihull are moving the ball around well. Wrexham fans getting frustrated. Neat ball forwards. Mendy, good foot in, but Williams is first at loose ball 30 yards out. Right-hand side. Wrexham have got good defensive shape, though. Closing down well in the end. O'Connor gets a good foot in. There was a sense Solihull would have to find a clever pass to get out of that situation. But they are having decent possession in Wrexham's half. The ball this time is fed all the way back and will be run back to the keeper by Howe. Boots plays it to Goodger, who pops it inside. Storer picks it up and tries to drive forward. The middle of the pitch, temporarily empty, and he takes advantage of that and plays a good ball. Down the left-hand side, just evades Hayden. Finds Dallas by the corner flag. He tries to dribble past Hayden, and but he doesn't, because that's Aaron Hayden. Yeah. That's my theory. Another great mm. display of um, possession by Solio. I really enjoy him watching yeah. them play, to be fair. In Dallas, it was cute footwork, and yeah. Hayden just took it off him and drew a foul. Free wow, kick to Wrexham in the own half. He, he is so hard to get past, isn't he, Aaron Hayden? Absolutely. He's tremendous centre half yeah. for us. I wasn't 100% convinced that was a foul, but... Oh, he, he did trip him. Yeah. yeah. Howard knocks it long, Wrexham fans unhappy that Palmer's being balked by Jones, Goodger hooks it away, good work by O'Connor to win it back though, Young on the right, feeds it inside to O'Connor, and Wrexham will look to build from the back. Solihull's press was quite good then as well. Yes, it didn't give us room to let Wrexham squander possession, and now again it's a chance for a breakaway. The ball's helped on nicely to the right. There's space here for Dallas to, be, to receive a cross, but Hayden does brilliantly. <laughs> Terrific stretch and uh, just bounces Maycock off him. You enjoyed that? Yeah. Oh, that was, that was great. <laughs> and now here's Wrexham breaking forwards with Mendy on the left-hand side. He's got Lee wanting to take over, and he does on the left flank on the halfway line. O'Connor's making a little run for him. Lee doesn't want to use that. He's looking around for something that he attracts him. Fans getting a bit impatient, but we're keeping you know, the ball. Yeah, if people aren't moving for him, it's best he doesn't give it away. This is, after all, the 24th minute. As the Wrexham fans are getting, I think, entertained by something going on in the away end. <laughs> Mullen is fouled in the centre circle. We have a purple jumper moment, are we? Yeah. <laughs> oh, a Christmas jumper competition. Yeah. Ooh. Lee pokes it forwards and Palmer nearly rolled his man. It's intercepted well by Howard. Drives to the halfway line and he's taken out. Free kick on the halfway line. Howard's writhing around on the floor. That message I wanted to give was from Gordon France. He says, give a shout out to my parents and lifelong fans, Anne and Brian Davis, celebrating their 60th 
Diamond's wedding anniversary at a Kairas today with the three generations of Wrexham fans they brought into the world. Wow, what a youth policy that is. <laughs> Fantastic, well done. Well, I don't mean well done for having kids. I know other people can do that too, apparently. <laughs> Anne and Brian, absolutely fantastic. What devotion to the club. It's great, isn't it? To, so such devotion to a club and then find this stuff's happening is, is wonderful. Free kick on the halfway line to Solly Hull. They're taking their time over this. How, of course, is OK and Kelleher fakes to take it clicks it towards the edge of the area easy header away for Tunnicliffe it's headed into midfield O'Connor brings it down nicely there's a good run by Ford O'Connor carries it towards the halfway line allows Hayden now to burst onto it Ford's down the line Hayden plays the through ball instead and Wrexham seem to be hitting Goodger an awful loss when they're trying to find Mullen Wrexham press really well great tackle by Lee and he may go in for another and Solly will work it wide that's good work uh, by Mullen to force his man off the ball, wins a throw-in. Good pressing by Wrexham again. Both sides, we're saying they look good on the ball, but we also are both looking um, good off the ball, aren't they, really? Yeah, their pressing is very good. Mm, absolutely. And Solly Hall don't seem to be pushing into our half when they haven't got the ball, they're all sitting back, which mm. is making Wrexham think a bit, I think. Nice clip by Toza, helping it over to the left-hand side. Here's Lee once more, looking to clip it forwards, Mendy chests it down, can't keep control of it, Stora picks it up left-hand side. On Ask Wrexham, Roy Cuffin wants me to hold, that, hold up the commentary by a minute and 20 seconds because we're ahead of the stream. No, just keep watching it and try and look surprised as Lee <laughs> nearly plays a through ball for Mendy, who made a great run inside. I do love these little internal uh, wing-back positions that Mendy takes up. It's won back well again by Ford, and Wrexham will come driving through the middle. Long ball by Tozer, is ambitious, can Mendy keep that in? No, it's too ambitious. Nice idea, but it was always a pass that was, I mean, gonna have to be millimetre perfect, I've gotta say. Before the match, I've gotta say, just to embarrass Geraint Parry, the club legend that he is, and anyone who doesn't know uh, everything that Geraint's done for decades at this club, uh, you need to know if you're going to understand what it means to be devoted to a football club. Geraint received the award for the Premier League community captain and they've got the reward on the pitch and never could that sort of award be more well-earned than it is for him. An absolute star at this club and a, and a wonderful bloke to boot as the ball's in the air and Lee brings it down gorgeously. Oh. Finds Mullen who miscontrol tried to play a through ball, doesn't quite manage it. And Solihull come out with it. Ball pinged forwards. Cute idea by Kelly to lay it off to Dallas. <laughs> Tremendous tackle on Dallas. And then Kelly takes his man out late. It was Lee with the great tackle. And then Kelly went in very late on Tunnycliffe and is in trouble with the ref. Might be the first yellow of the match. Pretty sure it should be. Looking yeah, it yeah, certainly should be. 27 minutes, is the ref going to say that it's soon enough to bring a card out? Kelly's protesting his innocence, but it was late that. And surely he's going in the buck. Free kick to Wrexham on the halfway line. No! No! Ah, oh, man. Wow. I'm sorry, I just, I'm just annoyed me. A yellow card is a yellow card is a yellow card. It's not like we're that early in the game anyway mm. now. I was just a... Your yellow card yeah. foul. Wasn't 27 it? minutes, that's yeah. yeah, absolutely agree. 
And I would still agree in the first or the last minute. Yeah. It's a yellow card. Yeah. It's a yellow card. The rules don't change. Mm -hmm. Free kick clipped in dangerously in the box. That's a hell of a good clearance on the stretch by Williams. The ball spins back out to Mendy, left-hand side. And he helps her on quickly. Cross swung into the goal mouth. Oh. Headed away well by Howe under pressure. It'll be retrieved on the right-hand side. Ford has got a chance to pull it back. Instead, left-footed cross to the far post. Defender heads it towards his own goal. Looked like a push by Toza. It was a push. Palmer, actually, beg your pardon. Free kick. Palmer mm. knew as soon as he'd done it that it was yeah. stupid. Because, yeah. It was pretty obvious when they were yeah, yeah. Matt Chapleton asks, Rexham says, people seem to use Parky for both Parkinson and Parkin. The players only seem to call Parkin that. Who is the real Parky? Andrew Parkinson, <laughs> your commentator, is the real Parky. I've been calling him that for nigh on 40 years. And that, Matt, is the definitive answer. As the free kick's hit forwards, great tackle by Young. Ball oh, drops loose, Hayden does well now. Chance of a break, Lee picks it up. Whoa, He's pushed deliberately to the ground by Clark. Now, who then throws the ball away? The referee's not even speaking to him. I'm not happy with Gareth Rhodes here because Solihull are a team that can cut up rough and they're being allowed to there. I mean, it wasn't a violent foul, but it was a great breakaway. It was a cynical foul with no attempt to play the ball. I, for me, that's more yellow than going for the ball and hitting the man because he knew exactly what he was doing there. He was stopping a dangerous break by Rexham's best player. And then he stopped the quick free kick afterwards as yes, well, which exactly. is also a yellow card. Yes, well said. Tony Cliff. Pulls it back to the halfway line. See, this is the element of refereeing that annoys me. Rather than people making mistakes, referees not showing yellows when there should be yellows, and at the end of the game saying, I didn't book anybody, I had a good game. Mm. So you didn't. <laughs> Dangerous ball to Young, he does well to win it. And I think the ref rightly doesn't give a foul for that. O'Connor makes a good interception as Howe tries to ping the ball forwards. And now Stora has it in his own half. Mendy high up the pitch, putting pressure on. Ball squared to Stora. Fed back to Williams, Mendy gets the block in well. Balls. It's scrappy in midfield sometimes with this game because both sides work so hard. O'Connor, real class, brings it down and rolls down the line. Mullen pops it inside, the attempted oh. return balls closed down and lucky Lee. Balls fed forwards, lovely touch by Kelly and a nicely weighted pass inside as well to Maycock. But Wrexham get round him quickly and force him to play backwards and slow down the breakaway. It's a good quality match this. Yeah, Mullen's final touch Either he's not just happening today or he's mm. just been a bit unlucky. He's had three or four little touches that could have been sheer genius, but they've gone straight to the defenders. He only needs one to work, I guess, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. As Goodge's pass forwards doesn't work because Toza puts a lot of pressure on Kelly and he can't reach it. 31st minute, still nil-nil. Exciting little game. As Lee comes driving forwards, beats one man, beats two men. Great break, Mendy wants the through pass. Lee doesn't play it. He pulls it back instead because O'Connor's now got lots of room, which Lee has forced Solihull back to vacate. O'Connor to Lee again, who pops up between the lines, and now he's running to get his man once more, helps out quickly this time to Mendy. Shapes the cross, then starts to drive at Williams, goes around the outside of him. Williams gets the block, uh. and it doesn't quite carry for the corner. Williams feeds it short to Stora, and then gets it back and clears straight to Luke Young. Wrexham have it, Solihull wants to handball against Young Lee, goes past one man in the box, but just has to overhit it though, and it's well read and cleared by Howe, good header by Tunnicliffe, puts it out, throw into Solihull. Yeah, it's a couple of nearly moments, and Wrexham, a lot of Wrexham's been nearly moments, hasn't it really? We, yeah. We look threatening, not quite dropping for yeah, us. Yeah, the final ball's not been quite there mm. yet, but I do think we look the slightly more positive side out of the two so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Because I, I think Solio would be up on the possession stats, but yeah. I think Wrexham just looked that little bit more threatening. Yeah. Ball played forwards. Mendy heads the ball away. It's throwing to Solly Hull. It's gone down the line. It's throw to Wrexham now. Kevin Duke and Arsenal Exxon, don't even know who the funds for the Vanarama streaming surface go to. Just subscribed £80 and hoping that Wrexham sees some of it. I've got a breakdown, but I don't know if it's an official one. The National League definitely keep a chunk of it. A chunk of it goes to be distributed around and then a, an amount goes to the clubs. But I, I, I've seen this thing, but I don't know if it's an official one or not. As Boot has to hoist the ball away, Mendy heads down the line for a throw to Solly Hope. You think in an ideal world it'd be on the number of subscribers for each mm. club as well mm. to have a proportion but this is the national league yeah <laughs> and we know what they've done in the past when it comes to spreading funds around <laughs> throw in taken by williams on the halfway line it's held up well and popped backwards by kelly yeah that the I mean, I suppose the point is that really, monetarily, Wrexham aren't so bothered. It's more that we're getting the stream out in America. Because mm. we offered to do it for free, didn't we? As the ball's fed yeah. forwards, well read by Tozer, who's having a quietly solid game. Monty pays it inside, Lee, lovely good turn, gets chopped down. Is this a yellow ref? I mean, Not it was cynical. And surely it's totting up somewhere. I mean, Stora just hacked him from behind there. That's poor, no yellow again. Come on, ref, protect talented players, eh? That's a good ball, early ball by Hayden. Ford cuts inside from the right. That's good defending that, though, by Clark. He's worked it backwards. I wonder if Clark switched flanks because of Ford's ability. Williams, more of an attacking player on the right hand. Mendy's getting past him, though. Young picks it up in midfield. That's good vision, but it's a poor pass. He works it across, and Clark is knocked down by Ford. I thought that was a foul. Not given, and Ford wins the ball off him. Mullen now, but a lot of defenders ahead of him. Oh. Tries to make the through ball for Palmer and overheads it. That's what I was saying about the, the rest defence. They've got three centre-backs and Jones just sitting in there. So when Wrexham win the ball back well in a dangerous position, Mullen turns in a great position. He's got four men right in his yeah. face straight away. He's Goodger now, feeding it forwards again. And it's a nice pass, well held by Dallas. The return ball. pass is a cute idea, but it's overhits and Toes will get there first and tries to hit us. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Not quite enough on it. He drills it to two rows in front of us. And it's a throw-in. And it's another thing I was saying about Mullen as well. If that had been a foot the other way, that would have gone into Palmer's feet. Yeah, yeah, it was unlucky, wasn't it? Palmer made a nice run. It was always going to be a difficult pass, I think, to pull off, wasn't it? Clark with the throw-in. Nicks a couple of yards. He might steal a few more by the time he's finished. The fans are complaining. Phil Parkinson's complaining. He throws a good idea towards the corner and puts it out to play for a goal kick to the delight of the Wrexham fans. So... Jarvis says, what's the timeline for the Copley development? And is there much sign of the demolition going on yet? Will there be a big wall built behind the goal? Right, well, I'll tell you straight away. They're supposed to be starting to demolish in early January. And it does look weird because they've taken a little bit off the back yeah, wall. Yeah, they've had a munch, yeah. haven't they? There's a bit gone missing. Ooh, that's a nice ball over the top by O'Connor. Mullen brings it down left side the box. He's tackled. That'll go for a throw by the corner flag. And Tozer's trotting up. Yeah, it now looks like one of those fancy schmancy stands which, where the roof isn't connected to the back wall and there's a gap. <laughs> now, that works fine in hot climates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Solihull was like that the last time I commentated there because they hadn't finished building the stand. Don't believe me. In a cold climate, it's a very bad idea. The wind comes right through that gap and it's just aimed at the back of your neck. 
his toes then with a long throw. He goes down the, the entry to the ground, flings it in, oh. Boots drops it and grabs it in the second attempt. There was no foul because it was a defender that banged into him. But that's twice there Boots has managed to respond well after not hanging on to the ball. I was going to say, at 14 or 15, when I was that age, I'd be getting wet now, but never mind. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ball's worked forwards. Yes, the cop is going to be demolished next month, it seems. Ball's worked over to the right-hand side. Williams gets a return pass and could challenge that by Tunnicliffe just to get a toe in as Williams tries to break past him. No score here at the race course, 37th minute. Again, the Wrexham fans are unhappy with the throw-ins. <laughs> Any sense they're going to steal yardage is complained about. Ball's fed into Dallas. He's played well up front. Tozer as well, though. Nicks it from him and finds Lee. Now Wrexham accelerating forwards again. Lee leaves up Palmer, finds Young. Hayden punches it forwards, but it's well read by Clark. Not the best pass by Hayden. And now the ball drops to midfield. Jones to Maycock. And then on again to the right-hand side. Williams back to Jones, Storo wants it squared, instead it's fed nicely into the right channel, Dallas turns edge of the area, Toza stands him up, Dallas has to go wide, chance for a cross from Williams, pulls it back instead, Jones, good pressure, this from Zolly Hull, can they find the killer pass? It's Williams trying to clip over the top, good head by Tunnicliffe, lovely control by Lee again, breaking forwards, Mullins making the run one way then the other, trying to lose his marker, it creates space and Young is driving for the middle, the striker's either side of him, oh. good ball to the right, finds Ford in the box, ticked on his man, goes inside, pulls it back, Young ah. hits it, well blocked, Sonny will go back well then, and Ford will allow it to go for a throw-in. Referee's going to stop play because a Sonny Hill player's gone down, it's Kyle Storer, so he's gone down unhurt, rather than gone down hurt. I've laid my mortgage on this. I've paid off my mortgage, so I'm, I'm not taking any actual risk. It may have been young shot that took him down, but I don't think it was that hard to do that. No, I, I think he's just taking a bit of, bit of pace out of this, isn't he? Get us a bit close to half-time. Like I guess Storer was a player I'd have liked us to keep, partly because of his ability to be a driving force in midfield, and he's been consistently that before he came to Wrexham, and he was consistently that for Solihull since he's gone there, but also because um, he is, uh, how should we put this, cynical. Mm. He knows how to manage a game, he knows how to intimidate a ref, and as already seen, he knows how to get a booking and not get the yellow card that should go with it. You know? He's a tough guy in the middle of the pitch. Sort of fella that if he plays for you, you love him, and if he doesn't play for you, you really hate him. Yeah. We should have kept him. And we never Gary Mills didn't, and well, he knew everything. Well, yeah. <laughs> The Garrings Mills area was just quite special. In every sense of that word, especially <laughs> the educational one. Toza, <laughs> right back by the advertising hoardings then. Ref sorted out some pushing in the goal mouth. He goes short at the near post, that's cute. Mullen spins his man, can he get away? No, he can't. Back to Toza, right footed cross, it's a good one to the far post. Oh. Hayden gets up, but he can't get up enough and puts it wide. I don't know if he got up a bit early there or it was just too high for him, but he just couldn't stretch and get control of it. Again, Storo's gone down again, but he, yeah. he went down quite under that pressure from Hayden from the challenge. Whether that put Hayden off or not. Well. Yeah, that's true as well. You know, just putting yourself in there and buffeting him. Some fans are clapping, James Jones warming up. Oh, that's given a free kick. What? 
Okay, I have no idea why that. Well, like I said, Kyle Soar is clever, isn't he? Yeah. He he puts himself in position, screams at the ref, gets free kicks. He's he's quite cute like that. And I'm I'm not moaning. You do that. Oh, Lee's oh, done brilliantly to pick up a ball and nod it on. Great return ball by Mullen. Lee finds the ball on the edge of the area. Defenders in his way. Oh, oh he puts it just wide. Unlucky. That was a super piece of interplay between Lee and Mullen, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's interesting to see Mullen's shot as well. It was the outside of his boot to the top right-hand corner from where we sit. And I th thought he should have put his foot laces through it and gone to the bottom left. But, but defensively, again, Solihull are so compact and not giving us any room to make that killer ball to get a proper yeah, shot. Exactly right, yeah. They, 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 they say they, they've got those quite conservative position when they have the ball. Mm. As Wrexham are pressing hard from their goal kick here and forcing them to hump it forwards. Williams helps her on. Good foot in again by Toza, but it's popped over the top by Storr. It's an intelligent pass. Hayden is sprinting against Kelly. They're both quick. Hayden is quicker and he does brilliantly to avoid a corner after Kelly nudged him and get it back to Howard who knocks it long. Straight into the head of Howe, though, who heads it clear. O'Connor cushions it forwards, doesn't find Young, though. And the ball's picked up on the left-hand side by Dallas, and the free kick's yeah. given against Ford. A silly challenge by Ford yeah. there. He more ran into him than anything else. And he was not going anywhere. He's still trying to get the ball yeah. under control, and Ford just pushed him to the ground. Oh, he's not going to buck him, is he? He better not, since he's getting no. the spray. If he booked him after the threes left, I, yeah, I, I, I think he'd get lynched. To yeah, I think the crowd would have started going mental. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ford was just silly, I thought, there. He just ran into him more than anything else. But, you know, in that situation, as a striker, you're going to go down and ask for the free kick, aren't you? And yeah. the ref's right to give it. Didn't need to go in, like he said. And f whether he put his hands out to stop him or to push him to the mm. ground. Free kick then from Williams into a dangerous area. Howard takes it. Didn't go for it high at the highest point but got there first and then gives it away with a long kick and it's head forwards, cute idea by Baker, picks it up and takes a long range shot which goes wide but it's a cute little piece of individualism by Dallas who flicked it over his own head, turned and hit it well wide. Was Dallas looking for Kelly for that or was the shot just so bad? I think that was a shot himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. looked like a poor shot to me. I, I don't think he's really aware of much going on around him once he slips yeah. it around he's just thinking, yeah. if this sits up I'll hit it. And it did sit up, mm -hmm. didn't really hit it. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> Howard with a better kick, Palmer wins it well, Mullen takes a touch and pops it back to Palmer and he clips over the top too strong, the right idea, Mendy again and made a good run. Sums up this half though from Wrexham yeah. I yeah. think, really good ideas, really good mm. movement but the final touch just doesn't seem to be with us yeah. at the moment. It's not quite there. Wrexham pressing hard again, Stoliol tried to play out from the back and in the end as well, won oh. by Tony Cliff and Palmer's and Mark's in the box, turns, hits it, yes! Oh, I love that! <laughs> Ollie Palmer with a great finish! Yes! Oh, wrecks some pressure, Tony Hill into a long clearance, Tony Cliff made it his at the halfway line, pounded the header into the box, and because they were so deep hitting it out, they hadn't got up in time, and Palmer and Mark's in the box was onside, but there was still a lot of work to do, back to goal, took it on the chest as defenders closed around him, smashed it first time into the bottom left corner. That's a quality finish, isn't it? Yeah, brilliant. I had it right for him once, it was really good. It's such a good time to score just before yeah. half-time yeah. as well. And, I, and for me, the first goal in this game would have been vital, because I wouldn't have fancied Wrexham's chance if we went one down. Absolutely, it would have been... It, it, this is a tough game. No question, Solihull always give us a tough ride. 
<laughs> Ooh. It's been a high-quality game as well. Yeah. Yeah. And you know that if Solihull get their nose in front, they will fight like hell. But oh. Wrexham will win it back for the kickoff now. Mullen, shirt pulled by Storer. That's got to be a yellow. Wrexham is surrounding the referee. I mean, come on, mate. There are rules for a reason. Yeah. Is, he he not, just... is, is he not calling into him? Oh, this is amazing. The, He's not? Oh, the, oh refer I'm sorry, wow. that's disgraceful. Yeah. Mike the ref, uh, oh, expect oh. an essay from you soon. Oh, he's calling him now. It's almost like, well, I'm going to book him then, but not when you tell me to. That's oh, he's not going to book him, is he? He's just telling him off. I mean, oh, come on now. He's already gone through the back of Lee, cynically, and then that there, Millen, Wrexham win it straight back from the kickoff, and Mullen is running at the Solihull defence, who are out of shape because it's the kickoff for them, and Storer grabs his shirt. As the free kick is too long, Tony Cliff can't keep it in goal kick. But, you know, there's no attempt to play the ball. It is a, a grab of the shirt. I mean, let's just think of how the rules are, are applied here. If you are in the box and a striker is through on goal and you try to win the ball but foul them, it's a penalty, but it's not a red card because you are trying to win the ball. Yeah. Whereas if you grab his shirt, it's a red card because you're not trying to play the ball. Stora there, grabs the shirt, not trying to play the ball. Surely the rules are saying that's a worse foul than trying to get the ball and not getting it. And Stora, I mean, I'm sorry, Stora could be off with a different ref today. Yeah. yeah. You know? And this is the problem, is, you know, it's, it's, it's actually scandalous that he's not even had a yellow coming, mm. into, coming into the second half, yeah. and it's not protecting our players as well. Well, I, I'm um, just looking at Mike's Mike the ref's comments. It's, there'll be two minutes added on in a moment. As Wrexham throw down the line, Palmer wins it well. Wrexham are looking aggressive now. O'Connor knocks it out of play, though. Um, he said, I think this is in reference to the... Um, uh, what do you call him? Uh, the store of first foul on Lee. He said that should be at least a yellow. He was late and deliberate. Then he said, after that, I fear the refs letting them get away with too much. Uh, he needs to be firmer. 100% agree with that. And he's made a comment about that one as well, actually. Hang on a second, let's just find it. And he hasn't set his stall out as well. If yeah. he gets the first yellow out early, Solihull will think, hang on a minute, yeah. we yeah. can't get away with so much here. Absolutely right. Absolutely. And now it's the other way around, isn't mm. it? Oh, we'll have another quick kick here. They're getting away with everything here. You can't blame the Solihull players, though. No, I agree. I agree. Weak ref, you use them, don't you? Mm. Um, he says, I give up. <laughs> 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 that's not all he says, but that's that's your perfect summary. As Hayden presses and presses and forces Dallas back to the halfway line. He has to play it backwards to Stora. The invisible man, as far as this referee is concerned, dinks it over to the right-hand side. Uh, the ball down the line by Kelleher. He gets it back on the halfway line. We're into the two added minutes now as Jones is just slowing things down. Kelleher to Stora, round the corner. He didn't mean to find Dal um, Kelly, but he's found him, and he tries to cross toes, gets a foot to it, and just stops it going for a corner, hooks it out for a throw-in. He said, I give up, they'll continue to commit fouls. Should have been a yellow. And then the rest from Yorkshire, he says, saying that these Yorkshire people don't like to give much away. There you go. That's a good burst by Williams, and it's halted by Mendy. Excellent tackle. Ball scuffed Whoa. clear, though, not well. And a long-range shot from Jones goes well over. I remember... Oh, no, it's Kelleher, yeah. beg your pardon. Yeah. Kelleher, not, not a player in his time at Wrexham, he thought it was going when he was feast, to be fair. Put it high in the cop. But it's the sort of ball I hate to see. It's where defender just kicks it loosely yeah. into the middle of the park, around the 18 yeah. box. It, 
it's just don't do it. Go down the wings or find your players. Just don't kick it away into that space because it's just asking for trouble. That's a half-time whistle. But if I can just uh, concur, the hack up aimlessly from your own penalty area was what Wrexham scored from, wasn't it? Yeah. Wrexham pressed successfully <laughs> yeah. and they forced um, Howe, oh, Kelliker, into mm. launching a big clearance. Mm. And that was, I know we won it and scored. Um, absolutely. That was a high-quality yeah. first half, fast-paced, and yet very little happened in the goal mounds. So far, this is an easy highlights edit for me. <laughs> I've only written four incidents down. Uh, but that, but it's been exciting and on edge, and there's a sense of jeopardy because you can see that Solihull are a side that could put you under pressure, and Solihull are a side that could punish you, aren't they? And they've got forwards that will. Sorry, Sorry. Oh, you go first. Yeah, they've got forwards that will score goals as well, yeah. without any doubt. Yeah. And defensively, they've been so solid as well. It, you know, not giving Moen or Palmer any space. It is practically a little bit of a mistake how we got the goal. So going into the second half, being one 0 up, it's. It's exactly what we needed, really. Because, as yeah. I said, I wouldn't fancy chasing a game against um, Solio. Yeah, um, absolutely. Did. Just saw the Notts County score. Four That's one. Not, good, not yeah. good news from our Four one, was it? Yeah. yeah. Look, don't worry. It's under control. And Chesterfield are drawing. Um, I mean, look, these double headers over festive period. I think it's tougher for us. We got Solio home and away. Whereas Chesterfield and Notts County have got teams in the bottom four, home and away. But, have a look at the fixtures. Chesterfield's January is horrific. They play everyone who's any good, including us and Notts County. So, I mean, all right, fair enough, if they come through that January well, then they, they, yeah, they become title contenders. I don't think they are particularly title contenders myself right now, but if they come through January well, they are. If they don't come through January well, they definitely aren't. Yeah. Um, and as for Notts County, well, I was looking at the fixtures. If, if we have a look at the, the remaining fixtures, right? It's top three have all got, I think, ten games left against the top, the rest of the top ten. Uh, basically, everyone plays somebody twice, Solihull, in our case. Uh, and Bromley as well, actually. Oh, Bromley in the top ten. Uh, yeah, anyway, never mind that. <laughs> but my point is, I think it's something like seven out of ours are at home. Whereas Chesterfield and Notts County are the reverse. They played all the, the big teams at home and they've now got to go away to those strong teams, whereas they have all come to us. So to me, the second half of the season, the fixtures really look stacked in our favour. But the pressure is on us to beat them at home as well, isn't yeah. it? Totally yeah. true. But look at, I'd, rather, I'd rather have that. I mean, we, we bought players from higher divisions because they are supposed to cope with the pressure and give, uh, give quality. So you've got to embrace it, haven't you? I get it's an opportunity. you. I get you, but the, you know, Chessfield, Notts County could also come here and just set up for draws as well, couldn't yeah. they? Which, oh, if they do, good, because we'll hurt them. Because we've got players like Young and O'Connor who can hit it from outside the box and Cannon. We've got Elliott who can shoot from the edge of the area. We've got strikers who can make something out of nothing. I think teams that park the bus against us are foolish. I'd come at us like Solihull have. Uh, Albana did, for example, you know, yeah. and just true. go at us a bit. Because true, I but I still think going at us is a risk as well. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think you should do it in a controlled manner. As Solihull are with the way they've, yeah. like I said, had the rest defence, but nonetheless, we, I think if you sit back, we will get a goal, is yeah. the way this team is, I think, the way it's got such quality. 
that for, and then set pieces, Hayden, set pieces, yeah. tools as throws, you know, we'll get something if and you even sit back. Jo you know, Jordan Davis will come back by the end yeah. of January with a bit of luck. Yeah, um, hope so. And he can, obviously his free kicks are just special. Absolutely. But we do need to get wins over the Solioles, the Chessfields and Notts County at home as well, don't we, you know? Especially yeah. after losing to Chessfields and Notts County reasonably mm. convincingly early on in the season. Too right, absolutely correct. I'd rather be in our position than theirs, though, if I'm honest. Yeah. And if we hadn't have lost those two games, people would be looking yeah. at us that uh, we're in a really, really good, strong position. Yeah, exactly. I'd, I'd rather be in our position than theirs, and I'd rather have our squad than theirs as well. Mm. It's yeah. my honest I'd rather have it, you know? our owners than theirs as well. Uh, yeah. you, you know, we have. You know, I would rather be us than them. <laughs> but these, but Chessfield and Notts County are two very good sides. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to be yeah. a fantastic race the title i do think we're going to get it but i don't think it's going to be easy yeah it's, it's certainly no walk walkover this season no, no 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 not yet but <laughs> I, not yet but I, I do think stockport were more formidable opponents than what that Notts county were yeah I, i'm inclined to agree with that absolutely and i think we're a better yeah. side this season than we were last season yeah 100 percent and if not county sell players in the transfer window absolutely yeah yeah that's that looks increasingly likely it would seem yeah. doesn't it so yeah um we have a shout-out to Lewis and his family in Virginia. Merry Christmas, happy birthday to your granddaughter. We got that message before the match, didn't we? Yeah. When I was running around like a twit, panicking because our equipment wasn't working. Um, and so, yeah, absolutely. Happy Christmas to you and happy birthday. Other stuff on Ask Rexham. We had a couple of pre-match ones that were beauties. Let's see if I can find them. Doop -doop -doop. Oh, I thought I'd cleared out. All the other ones, and I hadn't. Hold on. Oh, one's the running. Darn, I've just... Uh, oh, no, it's my beautiful... I, I did a beautiful illustration. I'll just show Andy and Che, which meant something to me, but it looks like sort of Crick's DNA strands <laughs> or, or something, showing which home and away games each team has got. So Notts County have to go away to Wrexham, have to go away to Chesterfield, Woking at home, Barnet to a fifth away, South End at home, Solly Hull away. You know, they're, they're a lot of the top seven away from home. Wrexham have got Notts County at home, Chesterfield at home, Woking at home, Barnet away, Southend at home, Solihull at home and away. So we've got, only got two away games left against the rest of the top nine. Halifax is the next highest place team we're playing away from home. Chesterfield have only got three games at home against the top nine. They're playing away against us, Woking, Barnet, Southend, Solihull, Boreham Woods. They've got a lot of tricky away games, those two teams, haven't they? And then one of Chesterfield's home games is Notts County. So, you know, at least one of them's going to drop points there. Yeah. So, I'm still feeling good about this, guys, trust me. I just prefer not to be four points behind, and I suspect we're going to be four points behind at the end of today as well. Mm. I know we've still got a game in hand, and, you know, that's good games to win, but... Yeah. But James Harvey on our Wrexham says the New York Mets have made headlines by spending over $800 million on players in the past few weeks. Oh, man. Wow. Sound like quasi-quarting. Even when you <laughs> turn that into pounds, it's still a big sum. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Well, it's a much bigger number in pounds these days, sadly, isn't it? Yeah. They, um, again, quasi-quarting. <laughs> I've used his name twice. In contrast, if you see it three times, he appears in front of you. And damns you forever about, oh no, 
That's the Slender Man or something, isn't it? Sorry. <laughs> um, if you peel an apple in one piece while looking in a mirror at, at Halloween and you say Liz Truss three times, then you're just automatically sucked down into the seventh ring of hell. And rightly so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And she's supposed to be there, but can't find her way. Um, in contrast, the NFL, NBA and NHL have salary caps. Sorry, I knew it met ages ago before we started talking about crazy quarting. Are these restrictions on, are there restrictions on how much a rich owner can spend on players in the National League? That is a very moot question, because there isn't. And certainly Salford City, who were yeah. owned by the class of 92, which is a group of famous Man United was it players. A rich Egyptian backer as well. No, it, it was, um, what's his name? Lim. That's the it, guy yeah, who owned yeah. Valencia. That's yeah. it, yeah. Um, so they, they had six famous footballers and a wealthy bloke, an independently wealthy bloke backing them. And they were sort of fairly open in saying they were going to spend like crazy in the National League and then they claimed wouldn't really spend much in League 2 and League 1 because then the restrictions kick in and that they, they, they'd already assembled their League 1 team by then. Now it didn't quite pan out that way and they spent quite a bit in League 2 but yes there are restrictions once you go up to the division above this but there are no restrictions actually just there's talk that there might be next season. Um, but there's also a debate about hard caps and soft caps. And this is something that the nation, the National League are debating about what they're bringing in. And also the Football League have tried to bring in and then have been stopped by legal action. So they're going to have to redo it all. The idea of a, a hard cap being like a, a set amount for everybody which obviously would fade for smaller teams, or a soft cap, which is measured according to the money you bring in. So a club like Wrexham, that's why it's important for us to be getting good sponsorship deals, monetizing the owners, because the idea would be that they would have a restriction on how much they personally could put in, but they could also, you know, the fact that their name means that you get TikTok in your shirts and you get more sponsored money than anybody in League Two probably League One and therefore you know you can that then counts towards your budget and you'll spend. And um, the other thing is I'm about to be aware of this. Oh my gosh I just realized we're oil money Wrexham. <laughs> it's just hit me. One of the issues with these financial fair play regulations is sponsors or owners who want to plough money in making fake uh, sponsorship deals. Man City. Man City. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, for example, what is to stop Man City from um, sponsor getting sponsored by their owners, and then they'll just say, "Oh, it's just um, Emirates uh, uh, or making up gambling companies in Asia and yeah. stuff like that, and putting money through yeah. that way, and then paying in." way more than other people would get for their shirts. And the idea is that the bodies will um, give a sort of, uh, have, a, have an idea of what a fair price is for shirt sponsorship, for stadium naming rights, and will compare it to that and, and reject it uh, if, if it goes over that way. Um, now, I don't think that means they would stop the money coming in, but I think what I would mean is they'd stop it being spent on certain right. things, right. or you'd fail financial fair play and get points penalties or 
um, not be allowed to sign any more new players. Now, of course, Aviation Gen or companies like that, Mint Mobile, they would have to be show themselves to be legitimately paying what would be a fair price for Wrexham. And that could be an interesting one, couldn't it? Because what is a fair price for Wrexham? Are you looking at a fair price a sponsor would pay to sponsor a team that gets a crowd of 10,000 every week? Or are you looking at a fair price for a club which is building a, a worldwide oh. following, but it's quite difficult to quantify how big that following I, is? I've seen a map of America of the most Googled teams. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And, well, I forgot what state it was, but Wrexham, <laughs> Wrexham were one of the most Googled teams in the whole USA. Which, well, it might, I'm not sure how legit that um, photo was, but surely that puts a bit, bit of a better price tag on us, doesn't it, when it comes to sponsorships? I saw it for FB Ref. Um, the most searched for teams on FB Ref, which is like a data. Right, right. Thing. And that we were, I think it was Ohio that we were the, yeah. the most searched for. Big up the Ohio Reds. If it was Ohio, maybe yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> or big up them up anyway. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> um, but isn't that fantastic that Rex were even in the conversation? <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly know? right, yeah. Barrow must be livid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on the fair play thing, I think it's quite hard when you talk about people putting money into the club. I think the fair play bit comes into that you can't borrow money you haven't got. Yeah. And yeah. I think that needs to be stamped on right through all the football and professional yeah. sport in general. But it's more difficult when you are talking about somebody who's got the money and if they want to throw it into a football club or rugby club or mm. whatever, mm. then I think there's a certain amount of fair enough because there always seems to be ways around it like sort of Emirates saying we'll sponsor Man City for silly money that mm. just isn't there. I mean, that's what, yeah, the, the, the concern was they would just put an oil well in Man City's name sort of thing, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, I, I feel conflicted by it in a way. You know, Man City and Paris Saint-Germain say, would say that it's legislation aimed against new money in football, mm. that the clubs who are already established at the top and are massive want to pull the, the, the ladder up behind them so that no new clubs can come along. I mean, look at Newcastle United. You know, the, the big teams in the Premier League are horrified at another big team coming because that puts more yeah, of a squeeze it, on the that, score that was, spot. That was nothing to do with F being ethical, was it, at all? No, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's... Oh, it says here, I think. Yep. So it's, it says the most viewed team pages on FB Ref. And, uh, yeah, Wrexham are on there. It's bizarre. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. I love it. It's just epic, isn't it? Come on, picture. The, the, the internet's quite slow here. But it, it shows how big we can yeah. become. It, it really if does. If it's real. You know, if, if it is real. It does appear to be from FB Ref, actually, to be fair. Yeah. So, you know, um, maybe it is. A solid will come out. They get some clapping and a lone bloke booing them. Wrexham come out and nothing, really. <laughs> that was quite odd, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah, and I could go on going about fair play deals. I think, you know, the actual suitability to own a football club, because you couldn't have a shark buying a football club, could you, or trying to sell it mm. on? That, yeah. would, that, that wouldn't be a good thing at all, would it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've got a point there. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to close this club down and, you know, build mm. a... Store or a B and Q, maybe. Yeah, yeah. 
no, 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 no pointedness in that <laughs> choice of, of brand at all as we're about to get the second half underway. And Wrexham will be kicking towards the derelict cop, but we have the lead, of course, through Ollie Palmer. High quality game this so far. Let's see how it pans out. Is Hang on a second, it wasn't Illinois, was it? Was it? Hang on. No, it wasn't. I'm going mad, I am. It was... The, the state was Iowa. Did I say Iowa? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I said Ohio, didn't Ohio, I? Ohio, yeah. Uh, <laughs> nah, that's close. <laughs> Just checking them right now. I'm worried now, my eyesight's failing me. <laughs> As Stoddell get things underway and feed the ball straight back to Ryan Boots, the keeper. Flips a flat little pass, which doesn't find Williams. Goes out for a throw, but it took a touch off Mendy, it must have. Throw on the halfway line to Solly Hull. Yeah, Iowa. Oh, we're big in Iowa, I like that. So, throw and taken, and actually, Kelleher's forced quite a long way back into his own half by it. He switches accurately to Gudger, who has nothing on really, so he heads it back to the keeper, sensible enough. Ball's bowled out by Roots. Fed backwards to him again. Wrexham just getting drawn out. Roots feeds the ball neatly and forwards, but it's well read as it's flicked on by Williams and Toza finds Lee. Quick ball out at the left. Mendy now has got two men in the box. He takes on his man, pulls it back to Lee. On the left flank, Mendy's running beyond. Little one-two by Lee given to Mendy. Instead, he doesn't play it back. He cuts inside, trying oh. to get away from his man. Williams is sticking to him well, though. Mendy still has it, rolls him, and chips across too close to Roots, who takes it comfortably under the bar. That was the least justified oof, oof. I've ever heard, Shane. <laughs> Roots gives it to, to Storer, but Wrexham are pressing straight away, and he goes straight back. Wrexham are really pushing up high off the pitch, aren't we, at the moment, to try and squeeze them. Uh, Williams getting closed down and flicks it off Mendy for the throw-in, but... I think they were looking for handball, but his hands were down by his side. Yeah. So, Williams to take it. Just short of the halfway line. Neil Ardley's in long conversation with the fourth official over something. Throw-in taken, poor touch by Dallas, well won by Lee, who holds off Jones. Jones has forced him backwards. Lee's been excellent again in the middle yeah. of that pitch. He just looks, he's so good. Toza drills it inaccurately. Darren's happy place comments in our comments at the salary cap can see the benefits of a cap for the National League to build some parity, but can also see how it's a terrible idea because so many clubs are at the bottom half of the table are poorly run and a cap seems to favour incompetence. There are so many arguments about the caps. The commit three men to press in the box from the short goal kick. Shows how we're really trying to stop them off at source, Ooh. but that's a good pass inside by Kelleher, and Stora tries to play a through ball. Dallas is never getting there, Toza, who puts it out of play, throw about 35 yards out. I thought Toza had more time there, actually. Yeah. yeah. But he's, he's read those situations well, hasn't he? Yeah. As Wrexham again pressed well. And it's a throw to Wrexham, Lee again getting in the player's face and forcing him to put it out the pitch. The trouble of salary caps for the National League is that the National League, I would argue, more than any other division, is the one with the widest sort of range of financial situations. You've got clubs like Dorking, who are small and well-run, as far as I can yeah. see, yeah. but you know have come from very, very small beginnings, and then clubs like us who are looking to expand internationally. 
as the throwing's taken, Palmer beaten in the air, Young has climbed on, but he's come out with the ball, and the ref plays on, ball spread to the right side, bit of space for Ford, taking on his man, goes on the outside of him, into the box now, and then lays it wide, Young sets himself, sweeps in the cross, Palmer just beaten to it, good work by Howe, headed further on, and Dallas drops off to try and hold the ball up, goes down much too easily though, and doesn't get the free kick, and Young plays a good ball down the line, just over hit, and good defending, Clark runs it behind for the goal kick as Ford tried to get round him, yeah, I, you know, I think it's difficult to cater for, you know, I say again, Boreham Woods with an average crowd of less than a thousand, Wrexham with an average crowd of, you know, 10,000, and if we had a bigger stadium, it would be bigger, we sell yeah. out all the time, yeah. so it is difficult to judge, I think. I think it really must focus on sort of making sure players are paid on time, suppliers yeah. are yeah. paid on time, yeah. that sort of thing, because Dorking obviously do that, and yeah. we do that. Ooh. Freak had given the midfield as Lee trips his man, but there's a lot of good pressure. Yeah, we have started to half really brightly here. Yeah, it's it's a tight start and half, but it's fascinating, isn't it? Because mm. we really are trying to stop them from building up at source. Every goal mm. kick, we've got three players at the pitch pressing the ball. We're really trying to stop them from getting into our half. They're trying to find a way. Jones surges past one man, it's spread well to the right-hand side. Kelleher's on the overlap. As he pops the ball inside, he's trying to create an overload or something unexpected. Trouble is, Keller's not actually doing that. He gives it away and then lead nutmegs one man and then skips past another and then looks Ooh. to play a killer ball to Mullen, who can't quite take it. That was a hell of a pass by Lee and Mullen trying to take it on his side. It bounced away from him. Difficult take, but what a pass by Lee. That pass is virtually impossible to get right out of he had, he had like a tiny, he had, he had about six inches of leeway on that pass and he hit it half the length of the pitch and nailed it right under Mullen's thigh, but he couldn't take it in his stride. Yeah. That was fun. Elliot Lee is fun. Anyway, I know I was saying this on Wednesday, I'll, I'll repeat it again. The Footballer's Mindset podcast, nothing to do with us. An interview with Elliot Lee was absolutely magnificent. A brilliant hours listen to Lee talking about things. It's Holly Holt trying to pass the back, give it away. Palmer now, six yards out, rolls it to Mullen and hits it! Yes! Get oh, it! Mullen again! Palmer with the assist, Ford getting congratulations for the pressure he put on the ball. And that goal, I've got to say, is the longest build-up I've ever seen of a goal because the entire first half, second half has been leading up to that. Wrexham pressuring and pressuring, stopping Solihull come out from the back, organised pressing, and ultimately it leads to Mullen with a great chance which he drills in off the inside of the left post. But like I said, 52nd minute, that, to me that's seven minutes of a brilliant game plan being applied by Wrexham until Solihull gave us what we wanted. We'll take all the pundits because it was a hell of a good strike, but that was such a good team goal. Yeah, and Palmer not to panic because last time he turned and shot into the bomb corner, this time he just thought, I'll trap it, hold it for a second. Yeah, there you go, Mullen, put that in the corner. Exactly, Ford put good pressure on by the corner flag. So you use the two yeah. touch lines as players almost in the press. To, 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 you can't turn left, you can't turn backwards, you've got to turn forwards or right into danger. Ford wins the ball. Pops it to Palmer, and like you said, Palmer is just very calm, like he was with the goal, holds it up, assesses the situation, perfect weighted pass into Mullen, great finish from 15 yards in, in off the left post, unsavable. as Hayden oh, wins it back. Rex of a pushing on again, good feet by Mullen. 
Palmer works a one-two with Lee, and for oh. once, Lee gets it wrong. He puts it behind Mendy as he tries to ping it across. Throw and taken quickly by Solly Hall, who now find themselves in a real situation. <laughs> Does they have a player going down rather theatrically, not given. And then Stora tries to play the through ball and puts it straight into the hands of Howard, looking for Kelly. And it puts us quite comfortable now for a few moments. Yeah. The second goal is quite important. They're really going to have to come at us now, aren't they, to try and get anything out of this. And this is pleasingly controlled, isn't yeah. it? We've, yeah. we've doubled the lead purely by being controlled rather than going at them. Here's Hayden now standing up the diagonal. Palmer backpedals and heads it down beautifully to Lee. And Lee's got a bit of space to run into now as he approaches the box, pops it to Lee. Palmer, Palmer feeds it towards the edge of the area to Mullen. The three of them now are rather close <laughs> together. Oh, but Lee makes space for Mullen. He tries to play the through ball back for Lee. It's intercepted, but Mullen retrieves it. Bit Harlem Globetrotters as that was. Lee wants to get it from Mullen back to goal. 25 yards out. Young makes a little run in front of him. Oh, oh Lee, oh, lovely. To Mullen, back heel, back to Lee. He sets himself, oh. tries to poke it through defenders' legs, but Palmer doesn't find him. And Palmer just clips how as it he tries to bring foul. it away. Yep, it was yeah. a foul, absolutely. It's just but, beautiful football by Wrexham, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've had an interesting stuff on Ask Wrexham between matches um, from a, a Twitter account one season with Wrexham AFC. And they have the theory, and we've been sort of back and forthing about this, that, that Palmer, oh, it's a good take by Dallas from a long ball on the rise. He's done well, he's got past Tozer, pulls it in the goal mouth, oh. and yeah, good work by Hayden. Safety first, puts it behind off balance for a corner. They've been arguing that they think that Palmer doesn't play as well now that Lee is in this position in midfield. And personally, I, I can't see that. I, I think he's still playing very well. But it's a, it's a fun debate that we're constantly having about what we, you know, what we reckon. No problem with Palmer's performance today or his link-up with Lee, I'll say. No. So, corner to Solly Hull on the right-hand side. Williams will take it. Sweeps and away, Swinger headed towards goal and just wide. It's a decent effort, that. Was that Kelleher? Yeah, it's Kelleher. Good contact. Yeah. I don't think Howard, Howard was looking at it, so I hope mm. that's going wide, because if it's going yeah. in, I can't get to it. Yeah, he, he definitely <laughs> couldn't get to it, could he? And he could, but the way he rooted his feet, for a moment I thought, OK, he knows that's gone wide. Then I thought, no, he doesn't. He just knows he's <laughs> not going to do a darn thing about it. Yeah. Either goes in or mm. it goes wide, and it went wide. Yeah. Good news from a Rexman point of view. Decent header, about 10 yards out, across goal. Just went wide of the post, long ball forwards, Mullen can't win that, well brought down though by Tunnicliffe, tackle on Lee, Ooh. Tunnicliffe goes on really hard on Maycock, Maycock to be fair, lays it off and carries on and Tunnicliffe pats him in the back in apology and then Solihull run out of pitch to try and spread it, <coughs> they are struggling to find space, Karen Biggs asks why was the streaming moved, because of course it was on Wrexham's uh, service on, sat on Wednesday, because the FA Trophy uh, isn't run by the National League, so the National League wouldn't carry their, that, that competition's game. So the next game at Altrincham, I assume, will also be on Wrexham players. Throw down the line, Palmer holds it up well as Keller pulls his shirt on the blind side from the ref, so he can't see it, to be fair to him. And it's hoofed away straight through to Howard, Neil Ardley, the solid manager, throws his hands up in frustration as possession is surrendered easily. And then a quick throw out, and Hayden's got room to run into and bursts up the pitch. Mullins come short for uh, it. Hayden's passing's not yeah. been quite on, his defending's been good, and his carriage of the ball's been good, but he's given it away there. Mullen <gasps> working so hard, just blocking the passing lanes for Jones and then nearly dicking it off him. Jones gets it back, Lee pressures him. And the ball's put wide and will go for a throw to Wrexham in their own half. 
I'm looking at whether Jones is the, the trigger. That when the ball's played to Jones, that he's not as good a player on the ball in midfield as the others, all the old players, and, mm. and whether he's the one that they, they use as a trigger. I'm not sure, though. I think maybe the trigger is just Solihull got the ball in the road half. Let's do him. Yeah. <laughs> that may be, yeah. you know. So. Yeah, I just think the Wrexham press is looking good. And yeah. Oh, lovely flick. Oh, a throw-in. Lovely flick by Palmer to Mullen. He spreads it imperiously to the right and forward. Again, has got Clark isolated. Runs at him, gets into the box. Oh, he nearly cut inside and got into a shooting position then. He's worked it wide instead. Ford once more corner of the box squares it Mendy's right of centre he helps it on again Tunnicliffe coming up gets into the box gives it a little give and go Palmer curls it oh! wow just fine <laughs> great move that yeah. tremendous stuff yeah. and Palmer just couldn't quite hit the target but lovely move that's a big one the crowd today, well, thank you very much, Andy. We'll stick to the crowd. <laughs> the crowd today, 10,150 with 192 wow. from Solly Hull. Which <sighs> is our biggest home crowd since dropping out the football league. It may well be, yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> throwing one at me now, I don't know. <laughs> Feels like it would be. 1,100s, yeah. The store again goes down. Claiming a free kick, ref not interested. Palmer didn't make the challenge. And now Mendy's high up the pitch, putting pressure on. It's a good ball out by Callagher. Williams on Rex now again. Swarm round Solly Holborn's ball, forcing the back pass. Mullins after the back pass. And so Booth has to get rid of it hurriedly. It's one back in midfield. Good strength by Tunnicliffe. Nice little touch as well to O'Connor. Oh, and Young just tried to skin his man. He was so unlucky there. A minute supports. I. A steward who passed away. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really well observed in the 59th minute. As the whole crowd stands and clap. Wrexham have given the ball away. Hayden giving it straight to Dallas, who's surging through the middle. He's overrun that. Excellent tackle by Toza. O'Connor now turns in midfield and spreads well to the right-hand side. Mullen is there. Accelerates inside. Ford's outside him. It's a good idea passing it to him. Clark, who's done well on the left has managed to slide in, tackle, and also keep it in. And now Solly Holbull look to build once more. Excellent tribute from the Wrexham fans. Dwayne Scram quite rightly says, why would anyone say Liz Truss's name three times in a row? Blink of an eye and she was gone anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're quite right. It would take longer to say her name three times than to actually... Uh, <laughs> than her actual term in office. Throwing left hand side. Thrown towards the halfway line. Lee Hudley pops it back. It does those simple little things so well, doesn't he? That's really entertaining to watch. Ball's knocked down the flank once more and cleared. Well won by O'Connor. Was he fouled? I think he, so. He hurt himself as he landed. He gets up though. Carries on, Ooh. takes a heavy little first touch, and Wrexham are pressing, and Young's won it back on the edge of the area. Works it wide, Ford pulls it back, Lee now, can he finish? Back heels it, Mullen hits it. Oh, oh yes! Oh, drop down, did that go in? That's the goal. says no. Mullen's convinced that went in. Yeah, I, I, will, I am as well. I think he's got a case. Well, well. Oh, now another time. Again, Wrexham player hocked down, the referee. Wrexham are surrounding the referee, demanding punishment here, screaming for a red card. Solly Hull are losing the plot here, of course. 
if you're the solid hole player in this situation, you, you stay down and say that you're hurt. So moments earlier, Wrexham nearly scored Young winning the ball, and then Mullen hitting the shot. It was a great save, but it hit the bar and may have dropped in. The linesman didn't give the goal. He wasn't level with the goal line to make the decision, but to be fair, I mean, it annoys me when people blame referees a linesman for not being in line because he's got to be in line with the offside yeah, yeah. so he couldn't give it he didn't know it looked like it could have gone over the line like I said our monitor's useless today I'm afraid we've got very poor connection for me uh, that was a goal from what I could yeah. see I think I, I thought it was over from where I was sitting but I'll try again, and get the to be fair to the linesman and the ref it's difficult it yeah. was very quick there is no obviously VAR or anything you know, no, no goal line technology, technology yeah, yeah. So. well we're now waiting for both physios to finish before we see if there's a red card for Solly Hull uh, I didn't see who it was I think it may be Stora the man who could have got two yellows already yeah. um, it was late and unnecessary whatever it was he hacked Young and Young has got up but he looks very uncomfortable oh I have got the monitor going now so maybe we'll be able to see the goal as we wait to see Wrexham, clear what the Wrexham fans think, it's clear what the players are, because they monstered the ref. They were immediately surrounding the referees, saying that's a red card. And I, I wouldn't be inclined to disagree, to be honest. It didn't look great. It's on the monitor, I've got the instant coming up now with the ball hitting the bar. It's Mullen clipping it. No, I don't know. If that's, I don't think that's got in, actually, looking at that. I think it's dropped just in front of the line. Willing to be proven wrong by the replay. And then when replay restarted, just to see the challenge. Yeah, it's a red card. Quite right. Well, I mean, the referee has been quite weak in his decision-making. It's remarkable there's been no yellows yet, but that is a red card. And now Solihull are down to 10 men. I just saw it again on the monitor. I wasn't 100% sure, but I saw it on the yeah. monitor, and they, it, it's clear. He's gone right through him, two yeah, fuzzes. It is Kyle Storer. Yeah. He may well be genuinely hurt, because he's struggling to go after pitch. It's hard to tell with Storer, of course, like I said. And just a little key point here, of course, he'll be suspended for his next game at home to Wrexham. Brilliant. So he yeah. will get the punishment then. Storer is important to Solihull. He's limping very awkwardly off the pitch. It was a very poor challenge on Young. Very poor. And he's still going off very, very slowly to a, to a chorus of Wrexham rejects from <laughs> the home fans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's th 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 there's not much love for him. No. Someone behind just shouts, I hope you broke your leg. Well, to, I mean, it looked like he was trying to do that to Young, to be honest. Yeah. In, so, in all fairness, he's probably deserved it throughout the game. Well, he, he's very lucky not to have any card on Murray. He's a replay of the shot by Mullen. Cute little back heel. Mullen, lovely strike. Great save by Boots. Drops down on Ooh, the line. Yeah, right on the line. Yeah, yeah, on the line. The ref was right. The linesman was right. Good save, actually. It's a hell of a good yeah. save. Right handed, reaching upwards. So, free kick to Wrexham, about 30 yards out, probably just out of shooting territory. O'Connor will be thinking, I should get one of my trademark deflections yeah. off the wall here. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, so I'd certainly take that. Ready to strike that, and he floats it over the top, uh, and he's overhead back quite badly. Not a bad idea. Here's a replay of the red card challenge, and oh, wow, yes. he jumps in. 
as soon as right I saw it Young's the second angle. time. Yeah. <laughs> this From is, that angle, it's just vicious. This, this is go. the problem yeah. with the referee. It's he a real jump him. challenge, and he's got and the ref's right there looking at him. He, he's, he's turned his body, and, and, and you know, I mean, that's not how you're going for a tackle. That's poor. But he's been doing these silly challenges throughout the game. He yeah. should have booked him earlier. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. and he thinks, oh, I yeah. might get away with a risky challenge with this referee. But again, it's the pressing of Wrexham yeah. has just shaken them up completely. I mean, again, Stora knows Young's going to get onto the ball yeah. in Hull's half because we pressured them into mistakes. And he's going to, well, we could easily score a third and he's got to dive in and try and do something. But the way he dived in, he was oh. just taking Young out and opened the ref, gave him a yellow, wasn't he? Yeah. It was and dangerous. if he got a yellow earlier on, that tackle would have been avoided, I think. Yeah, yeah. But Wrexham's play off the ball has been superb, hasn't it? As Williams stands a free kick from the halfway line to the box. Hayden heads it away across the area. Didn't get the proper leverage on it. Dallas tries a little Cruyff turn, doesn't quite work, and Mendy smashes it into the advertising goatings for a throw by the corner flag. 66th minute, Wrexham lead 2-0. Solihull Moore's down to 10 men, throwing taken short. And it's pulled inside, and Wrexham are pressuring well again. Jones on the floor as well to feed it on, but he's handled it. He's complaining. But if he hadn't done that, Wrexham could have broken away. Deliberate handball, stopping a breakaway, not a yellow card in this referee's mind. He'll show a red. I often think that with refs who try to be too soft, it ends up with players taking liberties and doing something dangerous yeah. because you haven't kept control of it. He won't show yellows, but he ends up showing a red. And he's got no choice with that one. It's right yeah. in front of him, and yeah. it was reckless beyond the words. That's how, yes, exactly. It's unfortunate in the radio broadcast, isn't it? <laughs> Long clearance by hours, and Solihull able to get it clear. Throw now to Wrexham. About 30 yards out from their own goal. Little, little lull in the, the yeah. pace of the match, isn't there, since the red card? Understandable. Throw in flicked on well by Palmer. Good job, volleys are clear. Dallas can't hold it up. But I've got to say, for me, Dallas, when I've seen it in the past, just looks like a goal sniffer. I think this will be the best all-round performance I've seen by Dallas for a long, by a long chalk against Wrexham. But unfortunately for him, he's not really been backed up by his teammates. As Wrexham in total control of this now, working it around in their own half. Be interesting to see what Sully Hull do. Do they sort of twist and really go for it and leave Wrexham with a bag full, or do they just sit back and say, "Well, two nils, bad day at the office." I see. Yeah, I think they've got to. I don't think they can afford to be loose. I think they've got to play. You know, can you get a set piece? Can you get a bit of possession and get get bodies in the other half and try and work something? But at the moment, yeah, it's difficult for them as Palmer now. No, he was looking to play a little. I think it was like a no luck pass he was trying to do then. He, he very deliberately looked over his shoulder and then played the other way. But he's come off a solid hole player for a throw in. Toza will sling the long one in. Ball boy obligingly gives him the towel. And Ryan Gayer, shout out to my wife and everyone at the club shop. Not only was my wife able to find me the home and away kit, but he made it in time for Christmas. Oh. Ah. Finally repping the Reds with our boys. Nice one. So Toza with a long throw. It'd be really nice to put these to the sword, wouldn't mm. it? Oh, I'll say. Long throw to the near post. Flicked on well by Tony Cliff. Good oh, save by Owen. Excellent, but it's offside. Ah, oh, well. That was unlucky, that. 
Although it, it may help to, there to be a bit of harmony between Mullen and Palmer because Palmer's effort was going in off the keeper and Mullen stole it. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's a good thing it was offside. <laughs> Toes with a long throw, lovely flick on by Tunnycliffe. Palmer hit it, saved, and then Mullen stole it as it was rolling over the line, just poked her in. It's a bit naughty, that. A bit naughty. I was just hoping it wasn't just Mullen offside as well, because oh. we would have stopped the goal. Oh, yeah. But I think Palmer made the same mention to the linesman, yeah. and he was pointing out himself. Yeah, and, Palmer was off. And yeah. Palmer was offside. Yeah, just looking out there, he looks mm. clearly off. As... Solihull retrievable midfield, the famous one I can think of with Wrexham in terms of players nicking a goal was uh, Dean Saunders' first game in charge. Ooh, again, Solihull trying to pass in the back, but themselves under pressure. Palmer's chasing and forcing a hoofed clearance. Tunnicliffe puts it back where it came from, it goes out of play. They don't like it up on Solihull, they're not enjoying the pressure. They've kept the three at the back with Jones sitting in front. If they were really going for it, you'd think they might replace Jones with a more creative midfielder although they haven't got Joe Sparrow on the bench or Jamie Osborne who's a playmaker as well Calha looks to take the ball out of play there from the throw-in Linesman gets his flag down he's given the ball away anyway yeah Dean Saunders first game in charge Mark Williams he puts him in the team who he'd not really been getting a game that season puts him in the team he scores two goals at Forest Green and then rolls in his hat-trick and Jeff Louis. <laughs> runs in I from nowhere this, yeah. and pokes it in as it's going over the line and steals his hat-trick because again good pressing and Lee has won the ball now ball trip carried through the middle hits by Fords uh, two clicks straight uh, he didn't get the angle on it but again Wrexham just constantly winning the ball off Solly Hull in dangerous positions when they're not in a position to you know to, to, to cover the, the, the Solly Hull defenders look so nervous with the ball at their feet at the moment yeah exactly well, they have got a change now. As Lee is dispossessed yeah, because foul. his shirt's being pulled. Free kick in midfield. Certainly that name you mentioned there, it certainly goes into the Adam Gray category of strikers that came to Wrexham that weren't very good. <laughs> he scored, like, 18 goals that season, didn't he? Yeah. But he scored almost all of them when Mark Williams was there. And, and there, was a, there was a real sense that if he didn't have someone telling him what to do, he wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> As Wrexham took a quick free kick. Lee works it wide to the left to Mendy. He's got bodies in the box, but he wants to run at Williams. Pings it to Lee. He might hit this. Oh, he beats his man nicely. Goes around the outside of him, into the box. Three men around him. Lee tries a little drag back, leaves the ball oh, behind oh, him. Wow. Slides in and wins it back. Oh, it's brilliant. Mendy now. He must be aware that Lee could be offside, so he doesn't play the ball, but he uses him as a decoy. Oh. And he gets around the back of the fence. Pings it to Cross. Yeah! And pops it home. Yes. Oh, that was brilliant. Lee tried something, yeah. didn't quite work. So Mendy tried something, and my word, it works. What a joy. Oh, this is fun, isn't it? What a joy this team is to watch. Yeah. Both Mendy and Elliot Lee playing some beautiful football, mm. taking on the man, and then find Hayden. <laughs> Another goal for Aaron Hayden this season. Yeah, it's just yeah. brilliant. Is that double figures for Hayden? I think it's that's his tenth goal, yeah, I think, isn't wow. it? Wow. I think I mean, Hayden was a bit shocked it didn't come to his head. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. Second goal with his foot for Wrexham. So I remember him scoring the first goal with his foot. <laughs> wow. Dallas is coming off. Well, well OK. No, I, I, if, that, if that's an indication of how the bench 
at Solihull's bench that the game's gone, I'm, that I'm amazed. Uncle's comes Barchov Chikulski, who's a young lad on loan to them. Um, whether they just want to give him a run out, whether they're trying to rest Alice for Boxing Day. Sorry. So, Chikulski on for Dallas. I thought they had a second sub ready. Can't see him yet. Oh, the ball got back to Boots and Mullen again hassles him and he does a little drag back to get away. Yes, there was a second sub and it was Justin Donower, son is near Louis Donower, as the ball's knocked long. I think it's Josh Kelly who's come off. I wouldn't yeah, have taken Dallas off, but unless you no. just want to give your young lad a run at this time. But uh, Yeah, or to rest key players. I mean, to be frank, well, I mean, the game's gone now, 3 0, 10 men. Maybe that is the point. As Wrexham feed it around the side, Mullen can't get to that. Solihull popping it around the back, which usually leads to Wrexham goal. Um, I mean, I've got to say, yeah, as well, that's what I was trying to say. If Wood again, they're passing around on the edge of the area, and Wrexham are hunting in packs. It's cleared to O'Connor, because even if they get away from the initial press, they, their passing is so hurried that they give it away. Mendy wins the throw-in. And they're actually missing Story in the middle of the foot park. Yeah, yeah, 100%. He's got the that, that, uh, grit and a bit of vision as well. He's played yeah. some decent passes forwards. I mean, I, I would certainly, from my point of view, surely they don't see Dallas and Kelly as a problem. They, they barely touch the ball in the second half because every time Solly will try to come out their own half, they lose the ball and often let a goal in. <laughs> it's not their fault that the, the rest of the Solly team can't feed them. Here's Hayden now striding forwards. Oh, I was checking if he's in double figures, wasn't I? Too much going on. It's too much fun, this. Yeah, 10th goal of the season in his 25th start. As Mullen flips over the top. That's a cute idea. Lee scampering down the right flank. Brings on Ford. He's kept it in right by the corner flag. He's done well. Taking on his man, now running away from goal. Looking for an angle. Has to feed Hayden in the end. Hayden has to go back in turn to the halfway line. But well done, Ford, there for sprinting and keeping this move alive. To Wrexham. Continue to monopolise possession. O'Connor to Lee. Lee dances inside his man and goes driving through the middle. Pops a ball to Mullen who back heels it to him. It looked like he was taken out yeah. off the ball, clearly. The ref was right behind it, didn't give it. Hayden scrapping away, great strength. I thought Can that was a shot and push and pushed him to the ground. Yeah, it looked like, didn't it? Throwing's gone Solly Hull's way. But yeah, I agree. I really thought that was a, a foul on Lee off the ball as he tried to gets across so ball played forwards Tunnicliffe intercepts Wrexham having to recirculate it in their own half nice pass by Toza O'Connor good vision just curls out a little ball to Tunnicliffe as he peels off the ball Lee with the outside oh, of his foot a great wow. ball Lee Young on goal oh, oh, oh what a pass by Lee that deserved to be a goal oh that was sensational, outside of his right foot in the inside left position, flicked it over the defence, great run by Young. And he put it across the keeper and just wide, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. all we can say in it, really. <laughs> just, just, if you're not watching the stream or anything, wait until you see the highlights, yeah. that was incredible. <laughs> it's just playing the ball so comfortably with the outside of your foot, it's just such a good skill. Here he is again, Lee, dancing past one man, oh. skins another brilliant run by Lee. He's sensational, edge of the area, go on, hit it. He, oh, oh, he toe-pokes it, and it's an easy save. He overran it at the very end, didn't he? But 
I mean, Palmer's looking disappointed he didn't get played in. But. You know, Lee, if anyone ever deserved to score a goal in a football <laughs> match, yeah. I mean, God, he's just, he's just joyous to watch, isn't he? Uh, Solid behind the third sub as Palmer helps the ball on Mullen, pops it into midfield, good strength by Young, and Palmer's latched onto this. Solihull running back in a panic as Palmer holds it up, 25 yards, and hits the thunderbolt! Oh! Oh! Mullen! Yeah! Oh! oh, my yeah. word! Palmer smashed it, took a deflection, soared over the keeper, plonked against the left post, and Mullen volleyed it into the empty net. It's fun, this. <laughs> I, I, I can't say anything, I'm, I'm just giggling yeah, when that happened. Yeah. Brilliant. It's a joyous moment to be a Wrexham fan. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Christmas, it's Boxing Day, yeah. and we're winning 4-0. There is so much <laughs> beer in my fridge. Oh. So much beer in my... Good beer, too. This, this, this for me, has been performed this season. Yeah. It's great, isn't it? Against such a good side. Yeah. I mean, wow. Let's not walk away from the first half hour of this game where Sully Hull looked a good team yeah yeah, yeah they exactly do, they don't look yeah. like a team that we were going to beat 4-0 at that stage mm. yeah absolutely fair comment that. that but that's what makes this such a good performance as McFadden replaces Mendy who gets a standing ovation quite rightly he's been superb hasn't he he's yeah. brilliant but um yeah this is such a good performance because Solihull are good and yet they've really crumbled now and you feel Wrexham could push on and get more someone behind me shouts we want five this team looks like they want five as O'Connor is keen lies for a trip on the halfway line on Jones. I don't know if that was a bit of a dive actually, but I think, I think he clipped him. He didn't argue, did he? Have they brought another sub on? No, they haven't. I thought they might have done. We've never, we've only beaten Solihull by more than one goal once. I think we'll achieve more this time. Yeah. <laughs> Ball's clipped into the edge of the area. Hayden gets up, good header. Doesn't get distance on but he wins it. It's slung back in and good punch by Howard. Just feels a bit left out, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> to do something. Yeah. Out to the right-hand side. Williams, that's good. Burst past Lee, drills it in. It's blocked well, though, by McFadgen. Ball played into the edge of the area. Back to goal, shot on the turn. Takes a deflection, but the deflection, wrong-footed Howard, but took all the pace off it. And that's a great throw by Howard. Now then Palmer on the right. Muller, of course, wants another hat-trick. Palmer cuts inside. He's got options now coming on his right. He spreads a good ball to Mullen, edge of the area. Takes a touch to set himself. Sweeps it straight back. Shooting opportunity now on the edge of the area. Lee takes on his man instead. Hits it. Oh, oh goodbye! <laughs> oh, he couldn't hold on to it. Oh. And is that Ford who scored? I can't tell. He just drilled it. Boots just put his hands up to it. Pied it straight down. Wow. And the rebound goes in. I had no idea who scored that. Wow. I thought it might have been Mullen, but it may be Ford, I don't know. See? I thought it might have been Mullen, but it might have been I think Mullen was at the far post, I think, after yeah. he spread it to Lee, though. It reminded me of... Um... Oh, it is Mullen! Yeah, I thought it was. Right, I apologise. <laughs> I thought it looked like Mullen, but I thought he was on the left side of the box, but he did well to get across. Yeah, it's, Hugo. it's the pace occasionally from some of these Wrexham players, mm. and that was very—he was yeah. very quick onto that. So that's three hat tricks this season by Paul Mullen, and it'll be January soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great fun, isn't it? Yeah. You know what, Che? 
I know you you respect Notts County, but don't worry because they oh they scored four goals against Oldham. They'll have to see this score line, and that'll teach them a lesson. As James oh, Jones wow. is coming on for Elliot Lee, what a performance by Lee, eh? I had to give him a clap because yeah. Elliot Lee has been sensational today. He hasn't scored, but he's just been brilliant, isn't he? Yeah. Throughout the throughout the pitch. Absolutely glorious. Absolutely. So Lee was superb. He now comes off, and on comes James Jones. And uh, that's a nice illustration of our squad depth, isn't it? As Solihull worker back to Wrexham, chasing again straight away. Looking for... They, they're still sending blood in the water. Yeah, that, that goal was reminiscent of Toto Scalacci's goal in the quarter-final of the World Cup against Ireland in 1990, I thought, where Paki Bonner blocks it straight in front of him and Scalacci scores. Donoghue now tries a shot, puts it over. It wasn't a bad effort, actually, to be fair, but um, the fans are just laughing at everything now. Yeah. It's just Solihull have fallen apart since the yeah. sending yeah. off. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But it must be said, it's not flattered us that, that they've fallen apart because we had complete control of it. Only four times in our history, I oh, beg your pardon, only three times in our history have Wrexham players scored more hat-tricks in the season than Mullen has this season already. Mullen's got three. In 2005, Juan Ugarte scored four. In 1932-33, Tommy Bamford scored four. And in 33-34, Bamford scored Ooh. six. As the ball over the top is a cute idea, but Root is out of the box to, to head it away. Nice idea by Connor. Wrexham are moving it around again at the back and just looking for space. So Connor backs into his man and pushes him out of oh. the way. But it's a brilliant ball to the left flank. Mullen now has it. Cutting inside. He tries to sweep in the cross. Good header away by Goodger. And then it's helped on a bit further, but Hayden controls it with his head and runs onto it. He's got Young waiting inside, pulls it backwards instead. Wrexham shifting it around, O'Connor, the fans say shoot, O'Connor does it, he got hold of it, but it's well blocked. And it's worked wide again. Now the fans on McFadgen to shoot, that doesn't seem such a smart move. <laughs> and he works it wide, Mullins lurking on the left flank, just wow. shouting shoot every time anyone gets it now. <laughs> Mullins, that <laughs> wide. I would say Boots has normally done well against Wrexham, uh, but he has not his best day today. We've got, we've got rebounds off him, haven't we, as Jones yeah. switches to the right-hand side. Ford now, because all the fans tell the to shoot. Palmer, 25 yards out, Wrexham knocking it around, Solihull trying to hold their shape. Wrexham fans now switch to cheering every pass. Ah, and then Hayden gets it wrong and gets a chorus of boos <laughs> for putting the ball out for a goal kick. I'm always it's tempted to say if the ball comes off the referee, the fans are going to shout him for his shoot. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they'd shout something that sounds like shoot. <laughs> yes. I enjoyed saying that. <laughs> I'm just leaving it there. <laughs> goal kick to Solly Hull. <laughs> just six minutes left, and I'm giddy now. It'd be nice to see number six, and there's enough time for yeah. it. Mullen now has 55 goals for Wrexham, and he has in the all-time scoring list today alone, he has overtaken absolutely nobody. <laughs> there's a big gap between he had 52, and then there's Bobby Shinton, there's a name, and Bernard Evans, both got 56. As the ball's played to McFadgen, he plays it, Palmer and nods the ball down, didn't quite get enough to find Mullen. 
but Ford chases and forces a back pass and Boots gets it clear. Still the energy levels in Wrexham, they're loving this, aren't they? Enjoying themselves. They're still getting up and down around the pitch. They're looking that they're looking for the next goal. Mm. Sorry again, we've not got a anywhere near enough ask Wrexhams, but we will spread them all around and get more going. And we'll have, of course, the podcast. Mullen's going to be withdrawn soon, and Sam Dolby's going to be given an opportunity to join the party. You've got a nightmare, aren't we, picking my own match? Yeah. <laughs> Sheesh, mm, how the hell yeah. are we going to do that? Yeah, it worries me, that decision. Uh, yeah. I think I know who it's going to be. But... <laughs> yeah. As Dolby, after his hat-trick. I suppose we can't give two. It doesn't really make man of the match, <laughs> does it? Men of the match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tunnicliffe, Wrexham now shifting it around, Solihull keeping their shape. Tunnicliffe's high up the pitch, works it back, Todd O'Connor's and Jones have got the midfields themselves. Jones punches it into the feet of Mullen and runs beyond him. It's worked over to the left instead, Palmer, good movement this. McFadgen pulls it oh. back inside, Palmer hits it, oh, oh dear, not got hold of that. Launches it way over the bar, goal kick. Ollie Palmer hits it well, he's trying to start the demolition process early. Yeah, I was going to say, the contractors get the ball back. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Slammed it into the cop and tried to shift it back a yard. As standing ovation now, quite rightly. A third hat-trick of the season for Paul Mullen. As Dolby comes on to replace him. Paul Mullen, he can play a bit, you know. And, you know, he didn't have the brightest of first half. He, did, he struggled to get into the game. But you just give him chances and he scores. He's, he's yeah. a, such an excellent player. Well, it's like you were saying, Andy, wasn't it? The first half, he was full of good ideas. They weren't quite coming off. But in the yeah. second half, things have come off, haven't they? Yeah, definitely. Goal kick taken. Hayden with a good header. Dolby's after that. It ricochets off his head. And will go for a throw in to Solly Hull. 30 yards out from their own goal on the right-hand side. Taken short and launched away by Howe. The wind seemed to hold that up a bit. And Donova is scrapping for it. It's Wrexham trying to get it back, but Donova has it again on the right flank. Good tackle by James Jones. Wrexham again, such energy, really buzzing around, putting the pressure on. Kelleher switches quickly to the left to Goodger. Not a happy return for Kelleher. Worse for Storer, of course. Yeah. And then a poor ball forwards by Goodger. Straight through. Two Howards, Wrexham Fouts, shout, shoot! <laughs> <laughs> nice, very nice. Wrexham uh, being patient on the left-hand side. Come on, it's seven minutes since we scored. As all oh, Connor was good, nearly got in possession on his own bar there. Doing a good Solihull tribute act. Palmer slightly miscontrols, but still scraps someone to throw it off Keller. And there's a good run by Jones. Palmer takes a quick throw in. He can't quite hit him, though. And Solihull will look to build out from the back now, although yeah, Jones typical, chasing again. Jones not, you know, doesn't get onto the pitch until the, the what, 70 odd minutes. So he's, he's going to do 90 minutes running in 20 minutes as McFadgen wins the ball high at the pitch. Oh, the linesman says it went out. I don't, I don't I'm not convinced so. by that. No. 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 It looks to me like Palmer kept it in fairly comfortably, but I don't know. This isn't the time to get too angry. We've beaten Solihull Moors 5 0. Just over two minutes left, plus added time. Hope he had ten minutes on, like in the World Cup. <laughs> Ball over the top, toes are back to Howard. Because on this occasion, unlike the usual situation when the game's won, Wrexham do look a bit like they'd like a few more. They're sort of half taking the foot off the pedal, but not completely. Hayden's got space on the right-hand side as 
again, Solgill Moore's midfield just dropped back to defend to attack that back five. And it is a back five now. O'Connor sweeps across to Tunnicliffe. Maxim looking patient, though Palmer isn't. He's angry when a diagonal doesn't come his way. Ford popping it back to the halfway line to O'Connor. And Solihull have dropped. You know, the midfield very deep now, they're not trying to put any pressure on at all. I think they're just trying to keep the score down now. Yeah, exactly. But most Solihull players would just want to get on the bus and go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Neil Lardy might make some of them walk. <laughs> Storer can still walk. Tosa <laughs> works it wide out of the right. Wrexham actually are now, I said they hadn't told these hit the butt of the pedal. They're quite happily just passing in front of Solihull now. And they well, Solihull have dropped deep, haven't they? They're yeah. Just, yeah. The crowd's just murmuring now, like it's uh, lunch at a county cricket match. Four, oh, you know, that's a what good ball, ball over the top. Young accelerating onto that, should stop it going out. He crosses first time, and he can't keep that end, but it was a sudden dramatic injection of pace yeah. after some very slow passing around. Oh, it's been, it's been good fun. Now then, ask Wrexham's. Um, Gordon Valance has a sh Wrexham shirt from the 70s with a badge saying 1872 and the latest shirt says 1864 where did the extra years come from what does my new book say because I got Peter Jones's big big Wrexham book ah how satisfying well the reason is as McFadden with the towering header and Palmer's racing towards goal Goodger you get there first but the keeper gets there get, the ball gets trapped between his feet and then he dribbles past Dolby and manages to get away from it. Four added minutes, boo, bar, humbug. Yeah. But, yeah, that was dangerous from Boots, but he got away with it. And, yeah, wow. They had, the reason that, that the years are different is for years, Wrexham thought they were founded in 1872. And then there was a newspaper story found from 1864, which uh, talked about the club being founded in a local pub. And so because of that, meant that we'd had it wrong all that time so that the badge was changed and we had our 150th anniversary celebrations 2014 but a really good crowd in and lost to Grimsby yeah that was, that was a hard watch that was it was wasn't it yeah it was we had a, we had a special kits red and black hoops for the season that that season was a hard watch in general to be fair we we, uh, we lost at Wembley in the most yeah. ludicrously unnecessary manner possible Cost the man a job. Uh, yes, exactly. That was striking, wasn't it? Wrexham, yeah. again, are just moving the ball around. Um, as, until it's clipped over the top by Palmer. That's a good ball, Dolby. Oh, unlucky. He puts it well wide. He, uh, he managed to beat Boots to it, but he had to do it at full stretch and while sprinting, and he couldn't do any better than Torpork it behind, but it was a great ball over the top. It's been a joyous boxing day, but mm. over the years, there's been a few. <laughs> yeah, it's been, oh, gosh, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, that North Ferriby FA Trophy final for new fans. Brace yourselves. Yeah, our 150th anniversary. We can win at Wembley. Wow, perfect. Playing a team from a lower division. You don't just got into that lower division. They're yeah, not they're a, a team tiny anymore. Club. Are you, no, they've really? gone out of business yeah. since. Yeah. Um, so a really tiny team, and you think, well, we're going to win this. Um, we're two 0 up with 15 minutes left, and in pretty good control of the game. And then the manager Kevin Wilkin, bless him. 
decide, he didn't he'd lost the changing room by that point the players yeah. sadly I, I, he was a lovely man Kevin Wilkin and he's done well since leaving us mm. um, but he's done well at smaller clubs and maybe Ooh. as indications Hayden pings a back pass to Howard, uh, Howard well, Hayden, just to keep uh, the Howard's got to do something yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly well he's got a imprint this Howard he's got the imprint of a National League football's design on his chest now in reverse after controlling that with his chest um, yeah so basically Wilkin decided to substitute Dean Keats club legend and a player who if, if you ever would say anything about him he controls the game well yeah. and brings on Robbie Evans, a smashing player, but a, a, a more of a hard-working midfielder. As Rexham winning the ball here on the left-hand side. Palmer cuts in, tries the shot, takes oh. the collection, goes just wide. Keller had just got enough on that. And uh, we, we lost control of the game. We went to extra time because they got two goals in the last 15 minutes and then penalties, three all penalties, and we lost on penalties and it was awful. And, you know, there was absolutely no talk of Wilkin losing his job. He was perfectly secure. And, and at the final whistle, he just thought he's lost his job. And he had this act the next day. Right, corner to Wrexham, left-hand side. Young, sweeping it down. A player goes down. Well, that looking like a foul on Hayden. He just looks resigned to the fact that this ref ain't given it. O'Connor wins a good header at the far post, but it goes out of play. You know, I mean, like I say, and just to put the the final nail in his own coffin. That's an interesting metaphor. Uh, <laughs> how do you put nail in your own coffin from the... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, in the press conference, he's, when I asked why on earth did you substitute Keats, he said, I wanted more control. But Keats was the player who gave you control. He was that regulating midfield general. It was remarkable. A nice blow. Gave him a lift to a game once because his car broke down. There's the final whistle. Well, that was... Not bad, was it? Wrexham 5, Solihull Moors 0. And, well, we've got tougher double header than Chesterfield and Notts County. But it didn't look it on today's performance. That was absolutely high class, wasn't it? Solihull are going to be one of the teams pushing for, you know, getting back into League 2. They're going to be up there at the end of it, and we've just destroyed them in the second half. Yeah. 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 There's not much more to say to that, is yeah, there? Right. You know, well, they, they crumbled. They really, really did crumble. Um, but we were the far superior side. You know, yeah. at home, we are frightening. I just can't see any teams beating us if we carry on playing like this at home. Yeah. I, really, I, yeah. I just can't see it. It was a, a, a just a super, super performance, wasn't it? I mean, absolutely brilliant. Uh, we had to work hard at times, but... Well, if we, if we turn this into the old uh, hot take podcast, yeah. I mean, the final score, Wrexham 5, Solly Hull Wars, Nell, wow, yeah. firstly. And secondly, as the Wrexham fans go to applaud the supporters, what a show they put on for the terrific five-figure crowd. Um, Paul Mullen hitting a hat-trick. Wrexham having to earn the right against a strong Solly Hull side who came here with good intention but were ultimately just blown away. The first half was entertaining, but it was tight. Mm. And the, the key moments came with two minutes to go to the break. Wrexham pressing Solihull and forcing mistakes, a pattern which would lead to four of the goals. On this occasion, Wrexham's pressure led to a poor clearance of the halfway line. Tunnycliffe met it with a towering header back into the box, 
Palmer was onside because the player making the clean was still by the corner flag and he did ever so well, took it on the chest, pivoted and smashed it into the bottom left corner. And at the start of the second half, well, I mean, basically it was seven minutes of Solihull trying to get out of their own half and failing because Wrexham's press was so good and ultimately it led to the second goal when Ford put pressure on the ball, won it back, found Palmer and Palmer very calmly again turned and found Mullen who put a lovely finish across the keeper and then off the post. 26 minutes later, Mullen have a hat-trick. First one was, uh, came when Lee tried a, a few tricks, didn't quite, oh, beg your pardon, he didn't score this one. <laughs> Lee tried a few tricks, didn't quite work, but he passed it on to Mendy, and Mendy tried a trick, rolled his man, got round the back, drove it in the goal mouth, Hayden with an open goal tap-in. Tenth goal of the season for the centre-back, and then he, and then Mullen, with a couple of tap-ins to round off his hat-trick within three minutes. Firstly, Palmer with a powerful strike which stuck at deflection and hit the post and dropped down for Mullen to volley into the empty net. And then Mullen combining nicely with Lee, he smashed a powerful shot. The keeper parried that and Mullen was there to get there first and tap it home. 5-0, gentlemen. And, oh, and it was a red card, I forgot as well, yeah. sorry. When it was 2-0, mm -hmm. Kyle Storer, who could easily have had a couple of yellow cards, frankly, before this, uh, lunged in wildly on Young, a challenge that drew a direct red card, which means he suspended when the teams meet uh, on January the 1st. And, wow, that was, uh, that was quite the show, wasn't it, really? They fell apart at that point, but, frankly, we'd already dominated them, hadn't we? At the start of the season, I was becoming worried. Sort of, Lee's signed for us, and we already had Tom O'Connor. We didn't see much of him last season because of the injuries. And I was starting to think, ah, is this midfield really going to grow? And I think yeah. today, mm, yeah. I think I've answered that question. I feel this midfield is becoming stronger. Yeah. And the second half of last season, we were a lot stronger. I think, wow, from today, I think our midfield is, it's proven why these players have come here. They look very good. I mean, Lee was just fabulous just yeah. gets the ball tries to make stuff happen bang so creative you know as yeah. that pass from the outside of his boot to luke young at some point mm. he just controlled the game elliot lee did and we haven't even talked about man of the match yet have we but yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's gonna be a hard choice that <laughs> well maybe that's a conversation with hat should have because yeah. unlike often uh, i think it's a conversation because there's yeah. a few players that on any other day would be head and shoulders man of the match. Yeah. And I don't know which one, we, well, I think I know which one I'm going for, but I could make a case for four or five. Yeah. But I suppose you could start with the defence. Mm. People like Hayden, yeah. they're holding the pitch, holding the, up the pitch and mm. playing, yeah. keeping us up the pitch. So mm. they're having a really good game. Yeah. And then you move on to the forwards and you think, Palmer had a good game. Yeah. He scored the goal that really mattered. Yeah. He set up mm. a bit. Mm. And then Mullen, obviously, three, three goals, yeah. Patrick. Yeah. One. That's normally good enough in my book. Yeah. And then you look at the midfield and uh, I just thought there was a standout in the midfield. Mm. And he's constantly linking both sets of, playing, sets of players playing well. Yeah. And that would have to be where I stop and go for Lee. Can I, can I throw yeah. one extra name yeah, in there? Uh, yeah, which is Mendy. Yeah. He was the man, the man of the match from the the official man of the match. Yeah. So yeah. He, he was very threatening, wasn't he? Yeah. Got an assist in the end. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, all those players for me, I think would have a strong case. I, I know who I'm going for as well. Yeah. So Jay, let's see if we get uh, a, a please. He seems speak. to be getting it every week. It, it's Elliot Lee. Yes. Yeah. 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 He, he seems to be getting this award every single week, and 
And he's a player who's too good for this level, quite clearly. Just has to be Elliot Lee. Just bewitching, was he? Just <laughs> yeah. so good on the ball. And, you know, I mean, Storo was getting, you know, he hobbled off. It might have been repetitive strain injury from constantly trying to foul him. <laughs> Half time he couldn't, because he just ran away from him. It was glorious, and, and wasn't it? For me, this has been performance of the season, uh, mm. you know, against a side who are going to be playoff contenders. They're going to, you know, we've seen it first half, they, they were matching us. You know, it, it took that goal later on to the second half, which I think made them really crumble. And wow, amazing. Yeah, I don't want to see this team in Wembley, and I don't want us playing this team in Wembley. <laughs> no. Uh, but. Yeah, they might have this now really to wind them up if that match happens this season. Mm. And it's still possible. I really hope not. Yeah. But, yeah, marvellous. I want to see Wrexham at Wembley in the FA Cup final. Yes. <laughs> and the FA Trophy as well. <laughs> yeah, we'll have that and all. Yeah, why not? The why treble. Not? Treble winners. <laughs> yeah, <the> treble. <laughs> yeah, that's um, just a Just a little minor statistical point. We equal the club record for the most home wins from the start of the season. Wow. We've played 15 home games this season and won them all. We've only done that once in our history, and that was in 1904. So that's not bad. So we'll have a chance to beat that record next time we turn out at the racecourse. And also, in terms of consecutive wins, we are, beg your pardon, just a second. We have now, we are now third longest run of consecutive home wins in the club's history with 15, only beaten by 17 in 1903 and 20 in 1905. And in league matches, the same, it's now third. I mean, that is remarkable, isn't it, really? It and that's why, if I'm perfectly honest with you, I find it a little difficult to judge what our best performance in the season is. I feel like I'm going to have to take a step back, let it all settle, and actually work it all out. Do you know what I mean? See, I, I'm saying this game because the calibre of team yeah. we played against. Yeah. yeah. For me, the, the, yeah. yeah. Fair comments, because yeah. the way, like I mentioned at half-time, the other teams have got all the good teams to play away from home, we've still got those strong teams to come at home, which maybe means, all right, then our consecutive wins have been against teams we expect to beat. you still got to do it, though. Yeah. And it's the first time I've seen the wrestling team that actually does just go week in, week out, and just does actually win them all the games we ought to win. But also, you know, it's, it's a good sign that in terms of uh, the rest of the season, when Notts County and Chester will go and have to dig in and get points from difficult away games. It's just the manner we're winning, though, at home. It's yeah. frightening. Yeah. And the atmosphere, you know, I, the fans play a big part on how we play as well. You know, it, make a bit, it makes a big difference. When you've got 10,000 fans screaming, screaming yeah. wrecks and songs. It, it, it's an absolute fortress here. Yeah. And long it may, it may continue. It is fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, honestly, so enjoyable to watch Wrexham play like this. Well, we'll be playing again on New Year's Day. The, there is no embargo on highlights for this, so the moment I've finished editing the highlights, they'll be out there. Um, and I think I'm keen to get them out as quickly as possible. I think you all would have a good look at those. Um, and then the commentary again on Wrexham player. January the 1st, as we play Solihull in the second of these games, they will want revenge. No question about it, but goodness me, Wrexham are going for it. What a fun afternoon that was. This is how you spend Boxing Day, isn't it? Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Right, I'm going home to see my wife, my cats, and my beer. <laughs> in that order. <laughs> well, and my big Wrexham book from Peter, Peter Jones's <laughs> yeah. big Wrexham book. All right, that first.
I'm going home to watch Frozen 2 with my daughter. Hey! I'm off to the pub. <laughs> Fair point. And on those bombshells, we have been Mark Griffiths, Che Long, and the real Parky, Andrew Parkinson, <laughs> from Wrexham AFC. <laughs> Stop <laughs> broadcasting, Mark. <laughs>